0: But we left off in the immediate aftermath of getting jumped. Some of our number pretty significantly injured still. And with Mercandis on the run. And seeing as you know, we just kind of proved that he's responsible for basically all bad things that have happened in Yanmis in the past couple of weeks. But Nick, we're, are we interested in catching him, Party? Is that something we're really prioritizing right oh. now? we're going oh, to yes. skin him alive. All right, I'm gonna ask you to reel it in a couple notches, neutral good boy. But uh, yeah, we're I we're mean... pretty interested in chasing him down. We are. Very... I didn't say
1: I was going to. I said we. <laughs>
0: He's just gonna. <laughs> we He's just gonna, gonna hold him, him while I do it. We, the collective group, are going to do horrible things to him. So we left off immediately in the aftermath of that battle. Most of you are fairly wounded. But the good news is... Everyone's favorite startlingly unattractive fangirl heard the <laughs> commotion. It was probably difficult to miss. It was a drake flying into the middle of town screaming and shooting lightning. and But didn't show up until afterwards and has distributed a few potions. Nell and Anori clearly the most injured both of you she handed a potion that uh, if you you get a drink that she just handed them to you without really explaining much and, uh, assuming yeah. you drink both of those you're both going to heal for 3d8 plus 8 and you she volunteered to help you with whatever it is exactly that you're doing but she's, she's not positive what it is or where she's going but she's more than ready to help I told her where to go. Oh, you did, you, you did tell her to go to the Gilded Ballinger. That's right. She actually did get directions. So as she turns to strut off to go prepare herself, she stops for a moment, turns back on. I Uh, I've one motor that might be used to you. It's, a uh, armor extract, the potion. It makes your skin like stone, resilient. The way you want this.
1: That would be quite useful.
0: Well, she will hand it to you. And then turn around. I'll need you at the Gilded Baldurchen. Might take me a few minutes, but don't wait on my behalf. I'll show up when I can. Alright, let's go. And we're no. off. So, uh are you doing any further healing or anything? No. We'll I'm go.
1: going to chug a potion as we start to move.
0: Are you gonna drink uh are you going to drink her potion? Not yet. Okay.
1: I'm just gonna drink a potion.
0: So, all in a potion and drink too. Yeah, various states of uh, injuries, you try to chug whatever potions you have laying around on the go, quickly, trying to chase Mercandus down. We cannot let him get away. He just teleported, a la the Night Swan. <laughs> Which I'm sure at this point is just inconceivably frustrating for this party, because this just seems to keep happening to you. But the time is very much of the essence here, so here's what we're going to do. There are a couple of steps to getting to the Gilded Baldachin. You're up here on the Mercantile Council Hill outside the hall. The Gilded Baldachin is a few blocks away. It's not a huge distance, but it is on the other side of the main commerce center of Yanmas. Getting there as quickly as possible, is going to take some effort. Now, fortunately, you've got it a little bit of an advantage here. You already know where you're going. But racing through Yanmus's crowded streets in the midday, especially the massive crowd that is built up to come around and see the aftermath of whatever this dragon attack was, is very, very obstructive. I'm going to need a check from everybody. I will just go around the table. I need either escape artist or acrobatics to try to rush to these crowds as quickly as possible out to the gilded Baldachin. Baylor. Question. Answer.
2: I have a cast of Fly.
0: Okay. If you want to expend your cast of Fly to just soar over the tens of these people, I will absolutely <laughs> let you automatically succeed at this check to get through the crowds. So instead of... Uh... Instead of dealing with that, Baylor <laughs> is going to abstain from this and do Magic. wizard things. And his wizard <laughs> things are going to involve just him blasting off from the ground with a quick spell and flying very fast, much faster God, than you could no possibly no, no. run across the heads of the crowds. No.
1: I can't do something just as cheesy and scream my way through the crowd, can I?
0: There are too many people, and there's a, a lot of noise there midday. You'd, you'd be intimidating a couple of people at a time, and it'll be much slower than just trying to push your way through and hope... Okay, matter. 21, <laughs> uh, 21 you acrobatics. That. You're not particularly dexterous, really. And uh, as you start to push through, getting through the original crowds up here on the hill is very thick and difficult and your progress is actually pretty largely slowed. Dara. Uh, 30. 30 on Akvex, these are some dice by the way. 18 and 18 on the dice (laughs) for the first two here. The 30 Dara, you are much quicker. You are much more limber. Even if you are a bit older than Nell, you are trained and you are fast on your, uh, fast on the draw and fast on your feet. Nell tries to push through them. You more dance around them, uh, darting through the thicker spots and just weaving through the crowds as as quickly as you can. Your speed and your purpose finding just enough gaps for you to slip through, almost keeping pace with Baylor. Kahina.
3: Speaking of dance... Don't suppose I could actually use dance to wind my way around people.
4: That time. would be so I cool appreciate
0: the the effort, but oh. no, this is uh-huh. going to be an escape artist, and acrobatics. Uh, perform like dance like is not. So I mean, <laughs> I
2: that's what versatile performance is, and you gave up that ability with your archetype.
0: Oh yeah, there actually is a bard thing that would let you use that for certain skills, mm-hmm. but yeah, you specifically do not have that as a win.
3: Oh, well, I'm probably not going to get anywhere.
0: Uh, with a 13 escape artist, uh, you're kind of with Nell. You have a large glaive with a banner hanging from it. You, Regardless of your frame, you have a big stick you have to try to get through here. And even if people see a big blade and try to move out of the way, it it's, gets caught a lot. It's hard for you to weave through the crowd quickly. You and Nell are falling a bit behind. And Nori...
4: Can I Assassin's Creed this and climb up onto the rooftops and run that way?
0: Uh, you're starting up on the hill and there's no buildings around to get get the the initial crowd. The only buildings up on the hill are the Baron's House and the Mercantile Council Hall. And by the time you're down into the thick of the city, you're through the majority of the crowds anyway. So I will let you make a climb check to give yourself like a plus two on the other check. Okay. But if you fail it really hard, uh, if you succeed at a climb check, I'll give you actually a plus four. But if you fail the DC I got in my head by more than five, you're just gonna fail the whole thing outright as you try to get up, <laughs> scramble to get up on All a building. Right. So it's up to you.
4: Uh, I'm gonna throw the climb check.
0: All right, go for it.
4: Uh, 21.
0: Uh, with a 21. But when you get down into the town, you will absolutely be able to get up and dance across the rooftops to skip the rest of the crowd. So you have a plus four in your acrobatics or your escape artist because you have much less crowd to get through.
4: Alright. I know always used to this bounty hunting and stuff. I too soon.
0: <laughs> you're used to climbing. Your acrobatics, however, leave something to Jump be desired. Jumping between
1: rooftops not so well.
0: <laughs> Once you get past this initial crowd on the hill and down into downtown, you dart up on a rooftop. Getting on top of the building is easy. It's moving from rooftop to rooftop here, where it's kind of an older city and the buildings are a bit more spread. It's difficult to do. And getting there in the first place gonna take you some amount of time with a total of an eight on your check. Now, Baylor and Dara shoot off ahead. Uh, The rest of you, as you struggle to push through this crowd, the chief enumerator comes out from the mercantile council hall. After, as the sounds of battle and screaming dragons have died down. And he steps out, looks at you, isn't sure, like, he's he's got obviously a concept of what you're doing. You just talked to him in the Mercantile Council. Isn't sure what just happened out here, but trusts you enough and knows what you're after to signal aid. And with a wave of his hand and a word, Abadar and clerics throughout the crowd try to assist you in parting the way. Uh, Helping the rest of you get further ahead. Nell, this is enough for you to break through and catch up with Dara and Balor. Inori and Kahina, you're still going to lag behind. Now, as the three of you approach the gilded Baldachin, you can see this fairly large... It's more of a complex than it is a single building taking up the far side of the square on the eastern edge of town. You've passed by it before. You're not positive where in here Mercandus is, or how exactly you're gonna stop him. But as Baylor flies in and lands in front, and Dara and Nell rush up, before you can get to the door, you are stopped by uh, several people you don't recognize. They just appear to be random citizens. But one of them physically places a hand on Dara's chest, and as you go to push past him like you have the rest of of your crowd, he catches you, and looks at the group here and says, I'm sorry. I believe you have the wrong establishment. I'm gonna need a bluff, diplomacy, or intimidate check to convince the security to stand aside. Move. And Nell with a 25...
2: He'll heard the word
0: intimidate. You <laughs> heard the word intimidate? I the D20 at the table immediately. No delay. <laughs> and he says, move. And the security guard shakes his head. I'm sorry. I believe you may be looking for more conventional boarding. And you hear a voice behind you. I believe the man knows where he's going. Step aside, lad. They've business. And you turn around and you see... This time, a familiar face. Erdmund Navin. The old man that you saved from the Sanguine Brothers' slaughterhouse. With a stern look on his face, stares down the guard. And the security looks at him and looks back at Nell. Looks back at Navin. Takes his hands off Dara and steps aside. The three of you make it into the gilded Baldachin. And let me move us over here real quick. Let me get us some stuff. It takes you a second to look through the various buildings. Like I said, it's kind of a, a full complex of sorts, with a few separate wings of individual, almost like condominium, sort of like what you have, a much higher class, and obviously with pretty high-grade security from these random plainclothes dudes showing up to just stop you halfway there. But eventually, after some time, you find your way into a common area, where in the distance, in the back, you hear Mercandus and, uh, What's her face? Mercanus and Emblis' voice. I actually forgot Emblas' name for a moment.
3: <laughs> I'll never forget.
0: <laughs> now, the three of you arrive first. Inori and Kahina are a bit delayed. You can choose to wait for them. You don't know how long it's going to take. Or you can rush in to try to stop Mercanus from escaping. It's up to you.
1: I'm going to drink that potion that I got from our little alchemist friend.
0: And as you drink that, you will feel your skin harden. And I don't believe you have any kind of a natural armor enhancement bonus, do you? I have a plus one. You have a plus one? From an amulet. This, is the amulet the same thing as barkskin, Baylor? Bailer? Yeah, they get both Okay, so you're, you get an additional two because this gives you a plus three. So as your skin hardens and kind of overrides the lighter magic your amulet provides, you do get two more natural armor enhancement from this. As you head inside... The entryway of this area seems to be a common room, Uh, almost like a very upscale tavern where several patrons are sitting around in their own groups about as far away as they can get from each other at different tables, all of them dressed in fairly exquisite finery. And if you immediately see Mercandus, are you going in immediately or waiting?
1: Going in immediately. Go.
0: Get him. So the three of you move into the room. And uh, inside, you see one waitress behind the bar. It kind of froze her brow a bit seeing three people well, two people in armor and a friggin' wizard stomp into the room. One of them in literal full plate with, I imagine, yep. his sword I'm wearing out. The mist mail. Oh, the mismail. Right, oh, <laughs> the mismail, right, because your full plate gets Still pretty heavily armored. Uh, Dara with a chain shirt, uh, I imagine your weapons are probably out at this point. Uh, burst into the room. I, uh, I'm sorry. Can I help a lot of you? I don't no. recognize you from the list. Are you guests? I'm we're gonna guests hold up my hand
2: with the ring, the signet ring we got.
0: <laughs> you hold up the Baron's crest, and she Sweet. puts up her hand. I apologize. Can I get you a drink, or are you looking for something else?
2: And we at that, we found what we were looking for. We apologize.
0: You see a. Fairly large, not large, like fat or rotund, just maybe six, eight woman, massively built with a huge two-handed, almost like a cartoon flat mallet in her hand that looks like it's a solid brick of iron. And she looks on the corner and sees you, raises your hand and turns back, they're here! I need you three. Throw me some initiative. Oh, they just she just got a two on initiative. She's about to have a really bad day. <laughs> oh, that's unfortunate for you, guard lady, I'm sorry.
1: Um, I don't think we were supposed to see that, but...
0: I don't know why that one didn't GM roll. Oh, because there's like 17 billion of these, I see. There's a whole bunch of different ones, so this one is not... I'm okay with that on initiative, because it means I'm not going to say it on anything else. But obviously he's here. Alrighty, so, as you come in the room ready... This, as is fitting, as the three of you pour into the room ready, and they just barely notice you're here, The all three of you are first. So, Dara... You're gonna be up first, Nell. You're on deck.
5: Uh, I'm actually gonna wait until after Nell goes.
0: Alrighty, so then... he,
5: he was the first one that charged in the room. I'll be right after him.
0: Alright, Nell. So then you go
1: ahead. What direction did we see Mercandus?
0: Oh, you haven't seen Mercandus. You've just seen oh, one I lady in the hallway down to the sta Well, for the die roll, because the die roll went in the chat for some reason. Uh, you just see this one lady with the huge mallet in the hallway to the south, uh, that winds, winds around behind the barn kitchen be hurt right you would have heard him if he moved in that same way and set it in the building yeah okay
1: then I'm going to move all the way to that hallway directly in front of the hammer
0: I guess yeah that's the, the large hammer woman
1: and I'm going to intimidate and just say let us by if you want to live
0: Alright, give me the intimidate. Alright, what is your... A 23? She is... Shaken, but just. She is a very large woman with uh, several inches over you and a huge mallet and... She's a little unsettled by your complete lack of fear of her. But that's about all you got going for you. Alright, Dara, you're up. Baylor, you're on deck.
5: Okay, I'm going to five foot step. Uh, I'm going to step forward, level my crossbow, and aim for her arms and try and make her drop her hammer.
0: All right. So as you lose the bolt from your crossbow and a fight starts to break out here and Nell kind of closes in, a lot of the... Various citizens in here start to realize that, well, bad things are happening. They're pretty unhappy with the situation. But they're not sure how to react. They don't immediately all get up and run away. It's like they're in shock that this barbarism is happening in front of them. Uh, but a 29 will most definitely hit her.
5: Okay. And that doesn't actually do any damage, but it dro- makes her drop. But yeah,
0: she drops her, she drops her hammer. So I'll put that. All righty, Baylor, you are up, and then it'll wrap back around to uh now on deck.
2: I'm going to yell out to the room. You may want to leave. <laughs>
0: and as you yell that, a woman sitting at the table in the back, boy, do you know who my father is? I'll have you in chains, young man. You an elf? Like, offended that you would tell her what to do.
2: Not even responding. <laughs> I run up. Right behind Nell. And his armor's significantly lighter than it typically is.
0: It is much lighter than it typically is, yes. He looks like a
2: man who could use a bit more dodge in his life.
0: Okay. And so, with this spell, which... You guys, you guys know the drill at this point with this spell. We know how this one goes, right? We're all, we're all in agreement, we're all in agreement that uh, the sound you are about to hear is a cat and definitely not in any way an eagle. Imbue him with the dexterous speed of this, that cat, that's definitely a cat. Why is eagles charisma the only button sirenscape, give me the other animals. <laughs> and uh now you F plus 4 decks. Awesome. Uh in the back, you would hear a whole lot of kind of struggle and thumping, and you're not really sure what exactly is going on back there, but you'll hear a spell cast. And then you would hear a loot start to play. Just as Embla had done when she ambushed you with the Bravos before. And as the sounds of the loot spill forward, the lady in front of Null looks invigorated. And this one is going to hold, because she's kind of stuck in the back. And you hear Mercandus's voice. I see, you've finally made your way here. The heroes arrive, just in the hour of the city's need to do what I'm sure they think are the righteous holy deeds his sarcasm and as he continues into this performance you feel almost a familiar feeling like what Kahina gives you with her performance but in reverse. Everything Kahina would normally give you as a plus two you have as a minus two as his scathing satire enhanced with his magic physically weighs on you and drains your ability to fight. Where is he? Because he also, I think that's pretty much all he's doing. right now. Where is why can't I find him? Oh, why is he at the bottom? Because I have no organization to how I do things. And then you hear him. Is this is a potion or a spell for you, my friend. I guess you wouldn't really hear much of anything because spoilers. Well, you drank a potion. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> and this woman here in front of Nell is going to bend down and pick up her hammer. She sees you're wounded, she's not afraid. You get an attack by opportunity.
1: I am absolutely going to... I haven't fought defensively, so that's normal.
0: Dude, this is just a regular swing for you.
1: Which, minus two, right? My
0: regular swing, minus two, yes, from Mercatus' performance. He has bard performance. Uh, So with a 28, you strike her as she's exposed bending down to pick up her mallet, and she doesn't appear to be wearing much in the way of armor. She has like a leather hide pelt across her. Almost like a costume more than an outfit. Uh, more than actual battle gear. But you hit her for 10 damage. And she picks up her mallet uh, with one hand and just holds it off to the side, roars in your face, and just leans forward and tackles into you full force uh you do have combat reflexes so this does provoke again
1: What it what what's she doing she's bull
0: rushing you. oh
1: uh i can stand still that can't i
0: and you can she still can bull rush you she just won't be able to follow you
1: oh well then never mind because you follow. can bull
0: rush you can when launch you can. them at 15 feet and not follow them but you could if you want it's no that's only if a move it has to be movement provoked so you can do that either way so go ahead and swing okay, your sword yeah i'll just swing again and uh 21. with an 18 that one is going to whiff by No, his, that's a
1: 21. I, I oh the first one mine. right
0: yeah okay never mind I, I i saw this the bottom one yeah that rolls both uh 21 will hit her
1: consistency and
0: then she takes as a penalty to her bull rush You hit her for another seven. So she will have a minus seven on this bull rush. What is your CMD?
1: 28.
0: Alrighty. So. She will knock you back. Uh, she only throws you back five feet. She pushes you away from her, from her and stands up just kind of wipes some of the blood off herself with a smile and puts her other hand on the hammer. Made to come do stuff to you. Barreling just around the... Shaking. What?
1: Including Shaken. Just making sure.
0: Uh, it was three above you, so it'd be two above you with Shaken. One above you with Shaken, so yeah, you still uh, get knocked back okay. five. She almost had enough knocked back ten feet. So the second woman, equally huge, equally built, with an equally massive mallet, comes pounding around the corner with her hammer raised over her head and brings it down on you. What is your AC? 31. 31. She's got plus two for Mercantis's performance. 31 with your mist mail on and you're not yep. fighting defensively? Correct. How are you higher than your normal AC with worse armor and not fighting defensively?
1: Because I have... Multiple buffs stacked on top of myself right now.
0: Oh, you have bark skin and cat's grace. All right, yep, that's right, fair enough. So she brings this huge mallet down into the ground and it glances off of your pauldron painfully, but again, not enough to actually do any damage. And her mallet thunders into the floorboards, cracking some of them. This seems to be the wake up a lot of the patrons need to maybe start moving away as they realize that doesn't matter what they say, there's a fight happening. And at the start of the second round here, Nori and Kahina, hearing the sounds of battle, make it to the door. So both you two go and roll me initiative. So, Nell, you're up. Dara, you're on deck.
1: Can a combat maneuver be part of a full attack?
0: Depends on the combat maneuver. What well, combat disarm. maneuver? Disarm, yes. Disarms in place of an attack. Okay. Do you so... have improved disarm? Nope. Then she is going to give you some slap. It's not my first
1: attack. Oh, okay. So, so you I'm will provoke when you for the do it. first swing. Okay. Minus two, so ignore the second one here,
0: which is fine. Uh, yeah, that, natural yeah. one, so that's gonna whiff.
1: Yeah, but I get my fighting defensively bonus. So then Make my a second CMB wh- at a
0: minus seven, but don't do it yet because she gets a swing at you first. Yeah. So then you then you try to disarm her. So this provokes.
1: Thirty four.
0: And uh, once again, her massive mallet slams into the wall next to her, crumpling the wood, uh, wooden post inward from the force of her blows. And then disarm at a minus seven.
1: Minus six because I have uh, weapon training.
0: All right. And with a 17, you do not even come close to uh, even jostling her weapon at all. Uh, Did you swing, I fail by more than ten? You failed by more than ten. I drop mine, and that's it. Yeah, you drop it. And as you try to wrench it, she turns the hammer around, and has such momentum, it actually whips Coriana's blade out of your hand as she brings the hammer back. Uh, do you want to move anywhere? Uh, no. Dara, you're up. Kahina, you're on deck.
5: Okay, I uh, have a pretty good shot at this woman because she's so tall, hovering over Nell. Uh, I take out my three crossbows and just aim, and... Uh, she does still
0: have cover from Mel, but...
5: It's true, but, um, yeah. I'm just going to, uh, shoot at her.
0: <laughs> All going to lose the classic three. Minus two. At a minus two, yes. Well, two of those are going to sail by, but one of them is a 19 on the die, which is a crit threat. <laughs>
5: okay, and then I'm going to uh, do my 1-1 one, one reroll for Crit Threaten.
0: All right, so you uh, you get to roll 2d20 for this. Yep. Part of the power of dignity's Barb. Oh! oh but you got 18 on that first one. You're good. Two of them are gonna miss, but one of them is a critical hit.
5: Okay, so I roll Crossbow Dreamage three times
0: three times minus two each.
5: Okay. All right, so the first one is eight. All right. And ten.
0: We got 18 total. And then nine. You hit her. Well, with a solid crit for 27 damage. As she flips the sword out of Nell's hand and she recoils back a bit, reaches up and doesn't pull the bolt out. She just snaps it off with a grunt before resuming swinging. Is that it for you? Uh, yep, that's it. All right, Kahina, you're up. But Actually, who has the higher initiative modifier between you two? I just I'm pretty
2: sure it's there. her because she's got a bunch of stuff towards it. All right,
0: Kahina, you're up. Baylor, you're on deck. You're muted.
3: I come running in the door just screaming Markandus's name. Markandus, it's time that you pay for all your crimes against not only Janmas, but against all of Taldor and personally me. And I immediately break into feeling the aura of just, ugh, that's around that he's started. And it's like, not today. <laughs> And just start my uh, describing Nell, and uh, the beautiful hit that Dara just threw off, and so everybody's
0: so you know even, even heal even. now. Yeah, as she starts performing, it almost perfectly counteracts the effect that you're feeling from Mercandus. Uh, she totally neutralizes it. So now you are all neutral. Which is interesting. That's an interesting situation. Baylor, you're up. Inori, you're on deck.
2: I'm going to see that Kahina has run in and wait to see if Inori is right behind.
0: Alrighty, then. Inori, you're up.
4: I'm gonna come bursting into this place all winded and such. Cause that was a long run. A
0: little out of shape.
4: in a minute. She does a lot of lifting, not so much cardio. Fair enough. Um,
2: it's all that kale weighing you down.
5: Yeah, more kale. Oh, I
4: see you guys back to the, the kale again. Uh, I get into the room and take a quick ass- assessment of what's going on here. I see my buddy Nell in combat uh, from here. Would I know if I could... I'm going to try to fire an ice beam at the one he's fighting.
0: Okay, yep, you can uh, You can certainly do that. So you come in and take an opportunity to throw a spell and give you that attack roll.
4: Huzzah. Oh my God.
0: Uh, so with a 13, with the cover from the, uh, the battle being stuck in this hallway here, and you have to try to arc it around Nell and honestly pretty much your entire party, between you and him, you, your ice beam just whizzes over the top of all of them, uh, connecting with the top of the wall back at the corner behind where the two massive strong women are coming are pushing through.
4: Well, uh, I'm you get
0: two on this, right? You test the
4: wind. That was my trace <laughs> around, i we're gonna try another one because I do have a second. That's... This one's gonna be good, though.
1: And that's not what I wanted. That's blur, Try it again. You turned the dice invisible. it Didn't roll anything.
0: Bam, and even with a nine on the second one on a hard one, both of your ice beams—they're just a little too far away, and there's too much rabble in front. It's too much of a pitched battle for you to get a good mark, and both beams just hit it's different so parts out of parts. I mean, uh, well, you, you just <laughs> ran away, <you're> like, <laughs> you Guys are really fast. Uh, Baylor, you're up, and uh, Nell, you'll be after all the enemies.
2: Going to step back slightly away from this corner because. There are angry women coming around it. And sorry, Inori, you didn't get close enough to pull out a bit of, is it licorice root? I believe believe. it was licorice.
0: Pulls out something.
2: And everything's gonna feel like it's slowing down for everybody but Inori as
1: we start moving quick.
0: And with that spell to haste at that point.
1: My AC has been buffed so much that it's back to normal.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Even with the sword on the ground? Because you don't have the sword buff?
1: As soon as I pick it back up.
0: Fair enough. And uh, is that it for you, Baylor?
2: Yep. Five footstep. Spell cast. All
0: right. You're going to hear some shuffling around as the loot Music continues in the background, continuing to buff these two gigantic women in the hallway here. And you still hear this just coming around the corner. As uh, she calls out, Uh good oh What are we doing here exactly? We appear to be backed up! And with another pitched cry, this incredibly upset woman in the front here is just going to s- try again to slam her humongous hammer down on Nell's face.
1: 33.
0: It did not go up to from you dropping I fought your sword. Defensively. And getting, oh, fair enough. From, from, from haste. <laughs> <laughs> I forget, you still have all the stuff on there.
1: I'm keeping fair track of my AC. What's your CMD? 28. 29 with uh, haste.
0: Alrighty, so she is going to swing her hammer once. Uh, that is going to connect, actually. And this massive mallet is just going to collide with you. And you are going to take... One, two, three, nine.
1: One, two, three, nine? I'm trying to
0: count power attack tears because it doesn't <laughs> automatically add the power attack tears. So It's like one, two, three, two-headed hammer, three each, nine, nine bonus. She is going to smack you for 27 damage.
1: And I'm going to, upon seeing this swing come at me, try to jump back and avoid it, and it's going to rend across the front of my armor doing no damage.
0: That's going to hit your mist mail for 27 damage.
1: Which does a lot broken.
0: that actually breaks it. So
1: but that lowers its effective AC by two.
0: All right. So that brings you to 31. Yes. Uh, the second one as she slams into this once and uh, as you s- jump back, the force of the blow shatters across your armor, ripping a massive hole across the mail. She hooks the head of her mallet inside and with a massive heave tries to rip your armor apart entirely and she is going to successfully sunder you. And she has improved sunder, so this does not provoke.
1: It wouldn't provoke anyways.
0: Oh yeah, you don't have a weapon in your hand. Right, your sword's on the floor. And that's just uh, gonna do damage again, but your full hardness applies this time. So she is going to do another 24 damage to the mist mill
1: So that Breaks it breaks it
0: So with that with the first slam And then a rip of her uh, hammer The mist mill Splits apart completely Shattering off of your body And leaving you unprotected She grins Let Um, me go
1: Into my sheet here and just turn Off the chain shirt There we go.
0: And as you hear Mercandus continue to orate his performance here and continue his scathing satire dragging you down, he doesn't appear, but you hear his voice in the back. The back door, you fool! Let us go! Not here to wait. Leave the rest! And this one in the back is going to attempt to charge. No, she can't charge. Him five feet. We have to move movies template to charge, right? She's gonna try to bull rush you because if, if she succeeds, she can move through her ally. But if she doesn't, she can't go anywhere. And provokes, bringing down a sword in your hand, and you are at what CMD? I think that one might actually fail. Twenty-nine. Uh, She pushes forward, but they're so large that they're sort of bottlenecked in this hallway, and she's too stuck behind her ally to really get any amount of force onto you. Nell, you're up. Dara, you're on deck.
1: Move action, pick up the sword doesn't provoke because I have a weapon cord.
0: Yeah, you just kind of goink it back up in your hand.
1: And that puts my AC up to 27, and I'm going to dazzling display the both of them.
0: All right, and with
1: minus five, a the show
0: of back. action as you pulled it up. Yeah, minus five on the front one because you've intimidated her before, so that's going to be a twenty-seven on the woman in front. Ooh, I gotta go figure her thing again. All right, she is going to be shaken for two turns, and that is going to be a will save on the one in the back, which is eighteen. Yes. These women do not seem much for being afraid and though the two of them seem to be quite shaken by your display still it's like it's a flex off right here yep you afraid to be you refuse to be afraid of them and they refuse to be afraid of you but they're a little afraid of the fact that you're not afraid of them especially considering she just obliterated your armor <laughs> they're shaken but they're not going running anytime soon they're I pretty still concerned ladies.
1: if I just destroyed a man's armor and he Walks up to me. Oh, they're
0: definitely concerned. They're shaking for two and <laughs> three rounds, but uh, they're not running. They're not running for the hills quite yet. Um, you wanna? Is that it for you? Yes. Dara, you're up. Kena, you're on deck.
5: Uh, I glance at the bartender and is there a way? Uh, is there a way out the back? At this point, hand?
0: people would have been starting to try to make their way out. Not like super quickly. Almost as kind of concerned. It should be backing away towards the kitchen door. She's lucky. Uh, uh, there's a passage in the back. We pride ourselves on privacy. Don't let them to come through the common room to get to the chambers. Uh,
5: okay. So, did that take my standard turn to ask No, you that? that's this
0: quick. You can do that.
5: Okay, okay. Uh, I will level uh, at the w- same woman. I actually am pretty blown away. This woman just ate this arrow, no problem at all. So, you see so not I'm gonna. Afraid. She is not, not a hurt at all. So I'm going to uh, try again. Three shots, but extra hurdy this time.
0: <laughs> all right, with um. another series of blasts.
6: Ooh. Ooh.
0: A 12, a 14, and a 12. Oh no. Are just gonna be a bunch of bolts sailing by, glancing off of the walls and their hide armor do have haste. Oh, you have one more, have right. Haste. You have one more haste shot. Oh, I have one more. Oh, yeah,
5: because yeah,
0: haste Gosh. gives you a whole extra attack.
5: Okay. Um, so
0: just do your normal roll, but at a minus two for being a rapid shot. Okay. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's what we're looking for. Ooh. The haste shot with a
5: natural haste. 20. Haste for the win here.
0: So can you confirm that? You're welcome.
6: Uh,
5: hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> Let's
0: try
6: and confirm
5: this. Oh no! The dice
0: give us, the dice take away. A natural 20 and a natural one to confirm. While you connect, give her damage. It's flat now because the two performances from Kane and Mercandus are counteracting each other perfectly.
5: Okay. Um. For 13.
0: And you'll hit her for 13 damage. She's still, uh, she takes another one to the arm barely even shrugs as it hits her. Kaina, Nora, you're on deck.
3: Looking at the bartender after hearing what she had to say to her, how can we get around to where he's leaving? Tell me now. Outside?
0: Uh, outside?
3: I suppose? Outback? Outback? What's the quickest way out back? <laughs> quickest way to get there.
0: She points at the window across the bar next to her. Not sure what you're asking her. <laughs> And clear that you don't care about the condition of, well, anything here, as this hallway is already being destroyed by this battle of <laughs> crossbow bolts, An- and ice beams and giant mallets.
3: <laughs> Turn to Honori. Anori, follow me. They're going out the back. And then with our haste. And. Right here. And then I guess I'm just gonna smash the window or open yeah, it. I, I'm not. Can I open are, it? Are you smashing
0: it or opening it?
3: I mean, can. Is it. Does it look like it's just got a latch that I can uh, open? No,
0: it, it is a like a metal grill, like a, a chicken wire grill almost, across a slightly tinted pane of glass. Uh, it looks like it would be difficult to open, but not terribly difficult to smash through.
3: Yeah, we're gonna smash.
0: I'll roll me a damage roll.
3: <laughs> Wiggles, smash. Sorry about your
0: window. <laughs> Ooh. That's a ten on a d10 with thirteen damage. You raise your glaive and just bash your way through this window, rending through the mostly decorative metal mesh and blasting this open. Inori and Bailer you're on deck.
4: I absolutely, heard what Kahina was said, and I'm going to click my feet together. I'm wondering why I didn't do this sooner, because I need to be a little faster. Uh,
0: I will tell you, Expedition retreat Speed does not stack with Haste Speed. They're both. Oh, you didn't get Haste. Yep, you're right. All right, fair enough. You're good. So you click your heels together and uh, with a quick cast. You don't get all the advantages of Haste, but you do get the running fast.
4: I'm going to need it. Uh, Did did she smash it? Like, I saw her swing and hit it, but didn't She smashed it.
0: You could just as a move action pass through that window now. So you could use one move action, get to it, one move action, pass through it. Or you can make an acrobatic check and try and dive through it as part of a move, if you so choose.
4: I'll move to move there and then move to get on the outside.
0: All right, so, so you pass the window. On the back side of the building, you can immediately see to the south of you a small, fairly nondescript door that looks like it would connect to the hallway where the fighting is happening.
4: Back door here, Kenian.
0: Baylor, and then Nell, you're after the enemies.
2: I'm going to call out to Nell get back and then keep stepping away a little pull up a magical glob of web and chuck it at the one that's right in front of Nell
0: alright you just go ahead and fire this pile of sticky substance and that is a reflex save for her, which is not great, and she certainly fails. Uh, this blast of web will connect with the front of the strong woman, so she is—I always Grapple. forget what this does. She is grappled. Is she stuck there or just grappled?
2: Yeah, she's grappled in place.
0: Uh, grappled in place. Okay. Yeah.
2: Because the it, the description doesn't have that because it's as web. Fair enough. But that's what web does.
0: And as she gets stuck in this web here and she gets kind of glued back, she's gonna once again let go of her hammer and just reach out to try to full force just like palm the unarmored Nell out of the doorway here and this provokes. She doesn't seem to care at all about the damage you've done to her. And a 25 uh, while she's grappled on the web is definitely gonna do it you hit her for another 10 damage. Uh, she's starting to look a bit bloodied, but not still not horrifically injured really. And you've done a pretty sizable amount of damage to this lady at this point. Uh, and she will take that to her bull rush. Remind me, you're a CMD. 29. And what does she have to... That's enough to push you one. She can't follow it because she's stuck there, <laughs> but she can push. With all those. That's width of her. Is she does the one thing, and that's <laughs> swing a giant melon. <laughs> what do you think her strength is? Just out of raw curiosity, because I'll bet 24. you're very wrong. It's actually pretty close. That's that's around there before rage. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's that's all uh, she's gonna get for right now. And uh, I I just kind of skipped Embla because she's still just performing and you can't, you're not sure what's going on in the back. Uh, But you still see, hear her loot playing in this back hallway. She doesn't appear to have disappeared or anything yet. Nori, you are going to see this door open. And hear Mercandus' voice come out of it as he continues his counter-performance. The bodyguard in the back now can't charge because her friend is in front of her, but she can walk through and try to whap you with a mallet and see how it goes. So what is your AC with your armor completely annihilated? 32, you said, or knockout? 27? Uh. I'm gonna stop saying numbers.
1: 27, because I couldn't fight defensively.
0: And as she comes through, following up with you now exposed, her mallet connects once more. She seems to be using a little bit more precision and caution than the other one. The other one was just swinging full force, slamming into walls as much power as she could muster. This one comes forward seeing that you have some amount of fortitude here and some amount of ability to just somehow shrug off attacks. A little more reserved. A little more precise their attacks. Hits you. And you take 17 damage. She's definitely hitting less hard than the other one was. Almost as if she were not power attacking. Nell, and Dari, you're on deck.
1: I'm going to stumble a little bit at that one. Getting hit directly with no armor between me and the blows does not feel good.
0: And you're still injured from the stubble attacking you, so you are now very, very damaged.
1: And I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to five foot step over to keep myself between my allies and my enemies, and I'm going to full attack, fighting defensively.
0: All right. This is going to lay into this woman. This is the much healthier one here who's walked in the front now. And with a 12 and a 20, he will connect once.
1: And then ignore the second one here. Because this is my haste attack.
0: Uh, yeah, I'll be at 27 from your haste attack will give you two connects.
1: I don't have a plus one on the damage from haste, right?
0: No. Okay. You're net neutral on the damage right now from the two performances.
1: Two instances so of damage:
0: seven and eight. So you hit her for a total of 15. All right, Dara. Okay, now's on deck.
5: Uh, I'm going to uh draw out a tanglefoot, uh, draw, I'm gonna rummage in my bag, draw out a tanglefoot bag, and I'm not exactly sure how it works, um, uh, but You'll just
0: make a regular ranged attack, basically.
5: Okay. Uh, I'm going to, and it it has some Does it have, like, splash around it?
0: Kind of thing? Uh, no. A tanglefoot bag, you have to hit them directly.
5: Okay. So, I will, um, uh, throw it at the girl, woman closer to us. The one that's currently a- a- aiming at Nell.
0: They're both kind of vaguely aiming at Nell. They're Yay. just trying to get out of the hallway to do stuff to him. Alright, okay, so you so toss your tangle foot bag and give me a range attack.
5: Okay. Um,
0: and for now, she actually has no cover because they're coming out of the hall now as they pound their way forward.
5: Okay, where is...
0: It's on your sheet. should just say ranged. Oh, ranged. ranged yeah.
5: Right. I see. Okay. Hey, 33
0: 33 will definitely hit her with the tangle foot bag and then uh, she so she's entangled and then she has to make a reflex save or she is pasted to the ground as she gets hit by this she kind of reels back but quickly jumps up a bit now the tar splashes over her and restrains her somewhat but doesn't stick her to the ground but she is entangled okay
5: and so i'm gonna I'll just five go foot ahead and step step put uh this back
0: at this point, the patrons near to the door are starting to try to make their way. Uh, they, they're, they've they definitely left the room. It's only the cook is back, kind of cowering behind the counter in the corner. Who's still there? Kahina and Inori are on deck.
3: All right. Crawling through, hearing Inori tell me he's there. And then bust through and head straight. You got double move door. down the door? Yeah. Well, how, I mean. It's a d- d- uh, move
0: to go through the window. Oh, okay. I've a move to wherever you want to go. Yeah. It's right, so a double move. You come down and are face to face immediately as you rush down haste on the other side of the door with Earl Mercantis. Both of you still <laughs> orating. Both of you now <laughs> orating in each other's faces as you. Tell the uh, heroic tales of Nell in his battle, and he basically does the same thing, but sarcastically, <laughs> now directly at each other's faces. The battle of the bards continues here. Enori, Baylor, Yrendek.
4: I'm gonna follow Kahina's lead on this one. Um, follow her down to the door. Stand right behind her and sticks the yarn in the ground and just put my hands on top and uh, channel um, ice and lightning through him, looking all intimidating and stuff. And just look over her shoulder at Makanda and be like,
0: You're
3: under arrest, bro.
0: (laughs) That it? You good? All right. uh, Bailar and then now after all the enemies have gone. I'm
2: going to say again, Nell get back <laughs> and going to pull out my selective rod with one hand and a piece of coal with the other weave this spray of diamonds around Nell so it doesn't hit him and spray it all over the other two just you
0: yeah, have fire this uh this blast of shards all over them, so I need two reflex saves. Um, That was actually two natural ones, so they both super failed that. They were not prepared for that, apparently. That's the one in 400 backwards, you don't see that one very often. Alright, so they both...
2: I mean, one in 400.
0: Yeah, they both just straight up take 20 damage, right? There's no... yeah, No ifs it, nothing and nothing special I'm- that happens there
2: keeps stepping back
0: and as the as this all shreds through them uh the one in the back now in the web starts to be looking fairly wounded you hear embla's voice emanate out from right behind Mercandus. Ah. Uh, They found a back door. Tell me you have a plan, please! Uh, this back of the bodyguards is going to attempt to just hulk out of the webs that are encompassing her. Which is just a strength check at the same DC, right?
2: Yeah. And it is a standard.
0: It's a standard action, yeah. And she's just gonna rip those webs apart. And, uh, fortunately that's most of what she's got for that turn. Oh, does Shaken affect ability checks?
1: I check real quick. Let me
0: actually double check because she may have failed that. If it does, let me. I know it's skill checks. It does affect ability checks. Nope, she's still stuck in the webs. She just just barely doesn't have this. She pulls at them and rips a bunch of them off, but yanking at this can't quite free herself and in one go here. And uh, Mercandus. Pauses his sarcasm for a moment, says... Can't say I'm surprised. Always got the feeling I'd have to deal with you personally. And, well aware that you're wielding a gla- glaive and aren't threatening him, and Inori is wielding a sword and isn't threatening him, isn't going to bother to cast offensively. And is going to cast a spell. And as he does... N- he splits into a series of mirror Would images. Would a wrist
3: launcher threaten?
0: No. You need snapshot. Yeah, but you had snapshot, but that's it. That's one per three caster levels, and he is... Okay. i figure out how many he actually had here because my mirror images is not a roll. And six clones of him appear cluttering the doorway with him. And he steps. Uh, he's actually gonna stay right there. He's not gonna step back. He is gonna continue performing now. The second bodyguard. I see 10, 20. No, she's just she's. It's time to kill the man. She's gonna swing her mallet at you again. It's time to flatten this idiot. She is tired of this. And what she's actually gonna? No, she's actually had. She's hit you once. She's had success hitting you. She's gonna keep swinging. What is your AC?
1: 27
0: but with a 27 One of the swings Is going to whiff by But then she's going to bring the mallet around And slam it into your chest Once again Dealing And again Exactly 17 damage so
1: That will knock me out
0: And with that She'll slam Nell to the floor Out of the way And then 5 foot step up towards Baylor, grinning. What now, wizard? Okay, so... uh, Death saves in second edition changed again since the last time we did them, and I'm gonna try my best to remember from the Delve at PaizoCon exactly how they worked. I'm pretty sure it went from a con check to a fortitude save to the final edition of it is literally just roll a d20. And it's just a flat... 50-50 50 50 whether your dying goes up or down and with a 12 you will stabilize and i believe that brings you to zero question mark Maybe it's questionable to try to use rules that don't exist yet that I'm trying to remember from playing a sample game one time at a convention, but you know here we are, doing the thing because I do like two e's deaths so much more than one e's. I want to pull it in immediately. Uh, da, 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 da. you are at one HP and unconscious. So you're not dying. You're stable, but you are still unconscious. Dari, you're up. Kahina, you're on deck.
5: Okay, I'm gonna five foot step. Uh, does it matter that I'm five foot stepping through a chair?
0: No, the tables will obstruct you. The chairs, not really. You can do whatever. Okay, the chairs, okay. the bars. Okay, and I'm stuff. gonna
5: five foot step. Uh, I really narrow in my vision. I see nail go down. Really narrow my vision in and try and uh, take this woman out. Maybe acid will be more effective. I'm gonna do Sorry, three no. acid bolts with grit on the first two
0: all right at this point you need her to stop being alive because they have malleted the front line they're very large and angry
5: okay so here's
0: oh man first two all right grit so the first two will both hit the third one will miss you have the haste shot too
5: and the haste shot oh
0: the haste haste shot is also going to miss so Two hits. Two it was hits. your two acid bolts, though, so that's good.
5: Yes. Okay, right, so first one, damage 12.
0: Alright. Uh,
5: second one, 15.
0: And then 2d6 in the acid.
5: Okay, let's see. Okay, 2d6.
0: Oh, 11. 11 from the acid! Wow. And with that, she takes these two bolts and finally staggers back a couple of steps with this burning acid stuck in her, makes that sound, <laughs> clearly enraged, <laughs> and just powers through it to stay standing. Wah. Barely. Okay. Wow. okay, Kahina and Inori's on deck
3: looking i just laugh hysterically at the six of him that pop up and just you're so pathetic and just scream and
0: you're so pathetic re and with a a blast your voice crystallizes at these shards uh once again fly out across them uh or across them
3: him and, and it's like a, yeah and all the way down the hall
0: Invisible visible emblem behind him also definitely <laughs> making a reflex save as you can see these shards are collecting with something behind him uh so he makes a reflex save and as you do this and cast a spell and your voice crystallizes he kind of almost just subtly turns around and the vast majority of it just blasts past him and flickers through some of his images and just please and then Ambla, um, however, in the background, <laughs> he cries out in pain <laughs> and takes 16 damage. Uh, uh,
3: and I'm just gonna. Oh, it's five reflex foot negates. Step out he takes the... nothing, actually. Huh?
0: Was like, it was like, it's reflex negates. He takes literally nothing. You hear Ambla crying out in pain behind him. Five,
3: five, foot step. Honori, kill him.
0: Honori, Baylor on deck. That opening. Um, that. And How as many you, images you, does he still have? Yes, it doesn't do anything to his images. He still has six. or seven oh, of them in total. He has So, seven. Uh, as you step back, he looks at you. Please tell me you have more than elementary magic at your disposal.
4: If anything, I can do the same thing you can do, and then go like this, and then images of Honori start appearing all me I'll start appearing all over the place.
0: And as you go, and you uh, you cast your own mirror image. You hear a in your head. Please. Kill this idiot. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yes, sir.
0: So you get D4 plus 2. Hit actually. Okay, yeah. So you get five. Five of you show up. You get slightly less. <laughs> it's not your mirror image slap fight. Yeah. I'm okay with this. Um, and anything else?
4: Five foot step up to him.
0: All right. Baylor and a Dara on deck after the enemies
2: how high are the ceilings in here
0: uh probably about 15 feet that's like a, a standard tavern it's decent there's not like lofty or anything
2: going to run over to the open window.
0: This question concerns me greatly.
6: Baylor. <laughs> well, no. Ways,
0: it? Paylor, no.
2: <laughs> it's not the one you think.
0: Okay, Taylor, well, no, you can't just keep burning buildings down.
3: <laughs> I mean, he can. But should he?
0: What do you do, Baylor?
2: I am going to cast the much larger version of the webs that are entangling the other person
0: okay so with this sticky blast what uh what spell is it just web oh it's just regular weapon you're gonna fill yeah. a humongous area Oops. with this all right let me get my little doodle tool here all right so where are you webbing Counting squares.
2: So like realistically, it's not hitting all of this because there's parts I can't see, but like that.
0: Okay, so I'm, we're I'm, talking about like this, this yeah, entire yeah. it
2: right behind
0: area up in here is gonna become webbed and just filled with a massive expanse of these sticky strands. And two of these people are gonna be fairly stuck in here, I believe, because there's a lot of webbing going on here. So, what is the save? There's a save, oh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, okay, like I'm Nobody not 100% positive. Save. Yeah, because you're gonna avoid getting stuck in them, Then it's still difficult to rain it if they can't get all the way out of it. Oh, it's freaking reflex. Okay, well, sorry, giant women. Yeah, they are both definitely going to fail, and uh, both. The, well, one of them save? was already webbed. Do what?
1: Do I get to save? I I, I know you can do uh, like will and fortitude. I'm going to say
0: you can't make a reflex save while lying <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> no. I was. Just I'm not curious. positive I mean, they're the wrong that, but I'm going to say you can't. Yeah, you definitely do <laughs> still get will and fortitude saves, but I don't think you get to make a reflex save while literally unconscious, and the. Uh, the, uh, the, the waitress by the desk is to scream out and cover her head as these webs blast right up near her. Like, dumb dumb, please, what have I done to deserve this? And loot playing intensifies from Ambla as she is now definitely concerned. Ah! Oh, something quickly Please I'm bleeding And the lady in the back Is going to try to rip out the webs But she's not stay- shaking anymore And she is still stuck And Earl uh, Candis now Is going to take a small Step back And just call out Out of my way His voice Echoing into your head as it does. Uh, Inori and Kahina both make me a fortitude save
2: 29 I don't think she's getting out of the way.
0: She's not getting out of the way Uh, with a 10 from Kahina this shockwave of sound hits you, and you drop your glaive to the ground and are completely stunned. Uh, Inori, you feel this, and even, like, the, the vibration, just the pure, pure power of his voice shakes through you. But you hold firm. Uh, both of you take three damage. And this other bodyguard is going to try to... She's, like, grappled just, like, web, right? Just, like, the, the bolt. Yep. She's actually grappled, right? So she's also... Can, she, can you make CMB checks against web? You have the strength out of web, don't it, you? It's
2: strength or escape artist That's what I thought. Okay, I was action. like, am
0: I dumb? Should they have just been CMBing? But I like, I didn't think they could do that.
2: Uh, the, the actual web text is up now. Okay,
0: yeah, alright. She rips her way out of the web. That's still difficult terrain. 10, 20. Oh, she's staggered, actually. She can only take one action. She rips the webs off of her still screaming in pure rage refusing to go down but actually is staggered and can't take a move action right i love now. that sound effect all right nel's unconscious Dari, you're up kahina you're on deck
5: okay i am going to keep on moving towards the window here and um i i'm kind of losing hope that these women are like solid objects that I can kill, but <laughs> I feel like I should keep shooting until they die.
0: <laughs> Questioning if they can even <laughs> be killed by mortal weapons.
5: And I am going to uh, rapid shot again. And uh, this time without the bolts, but I'm gonna rapid shot.
0: Hey, you got four shots still, because haste. Yeah. If they're not convinced Third, they first. can die. Uh, so the
5: and that's the last one. Oof. Alrighty,
0: a twenty, twenty-five, a 10, and a natural one. The 20 is going to connect with the woman in front, and it hits her just as she rips the webs off and roars. And then she just collapses back down into like a, a hammock of webs. So the second bolt, the 25, will hit the second woman. And I need you to roll damage on that one.
5: Uh cool. For eight.
0: And uh, she takes eight and is still alright. Baylor and Dara would see behind you a creature surge up out of the ground. You... What? Don't it comes through the floorboards like a ghost and rises up into the center of the room. It looks vaguely humanoid, but with like strange wisps of uh, almost gaseous ether just trailing off of its arms and its body as it races up from the ground and looks at you with a strange like almost goat face. And several twisted, spiked horns coming off the back of its head. It looks over at Dara and Baylor. and then turns and looks toward the woman in the web, and glides forwards into the uh, into the webs towards the one that's still standing. And uh, uh, she's apparently not happy about that. And it's. A rolling, whispering voice just—just just almost comes from nowhere. It doesn't really move. Die, Kahina, Enora, you're on deck.
3: All right. Um, I'm stunned. Or. Just staggered,
0: or...? Uh, you are stunned. Oh, yeah, you actually don't get a turn. Anori. And, uh, Bella, you're on deck. Yeah, you're completely stunned. You drop your glaive start, burst. You've done this to people before. Mm-hmm.
4: All right. Um, I am going to do some spell combat. Um, uh, point my hand at Mercondus and all of his, co- his clones and fire a, uh... I like I like to call it a hailstorm, but it's actually not such things. A flurry of snowballs at all of them.
0: <laughs> you can flavor however you want. If you don't wanna throw a handful of snowballs at him, it, it could be a hailstorm. That's that could be way better. Alrighty, so he's gonna make a reflex save. And yes. yet again, the plethora of Earl Mercandus is surprisingly quick for a man who walks with a limp and a cane. Now seems to be showing his true form here as he dodges out of the way this with basically no effort, taking only four damage from your flurry.
4: Did knock out any of them images?
0: And uh no, it always spells wow. don't affect images. You have to target the images to take them down. Gotcha. Uh, and somewhere behind him, Emblem takes another nine damage <laughs>
1: <laughs> as he just
0: his shriek in pain again.
6: Please, oh, sir.
4: then uh i'm gonna five foot in after him and engage in fisticuffery um just gonna try to hit him center mass uh as he's retreating from me
0: Ooh. uh well that's a crit threaten before you get excited why don't you roll me a D8? If it's an 8, you hit him. Reroll it if it's a 1, because there's 7 total Mercandai here. Yeah, I was... And you do crit-threaten an image, which is blasted away. Okay. You got your second swing, at least. It's true. Uh, man, that's a 10. Man, a 10's just going to be a whiff. Not even enough to... Uh, glance one of the images off of him, unfortunately. Baylor, and then Dara after the enemies.
2: This thing. Yeah, that <laughs> thing. This thing? Knowledge, what? I assume?
0: Oh, the thing. Yeah, the <laughs> yeah. thing. Uh, The thing is... Um, uh, let's go with planes.
2: Knowledge planes, knowledge of that thing.
0: Knowledge the thing. <laughs> knowledge weird goat ghost. Natural I twenty. I know
2: everything about that weird goat ghost. <laughs> well, you don't. is you the do. thing you've
0: never seen anything like this before. It like it looks vaguely reminiscent of something from the Dreamlands, like almost like an animated dream of some sort. But it's got crystalline features to it. It appears to be semi-solid. But you can give me four questions if you want.
2: Uh. I mean, I it doesn't seem like you, it's going after us for now. Like so. it could just.
0: I can save him if you want later. You you have four bank questions yeah, you I, can ask I've, me. So go ahead and take your turn. You we can, we can ask him if it occurs due to later yeah. occasion.
2: Yeah, I, I'm gonna be like, Dara, let's go. <laughs> like, <laughs> ah,
0: that,
2: that situation window. seems to be taken care of. <laughs> so it's move action to get out the door.
0: Uh, move action to get to the window, yes.
2: Yeah, oh, uh, yeah, window, but.
0: Now you see a stunned Kahina reeling with her glaive on the ground here behind the building.
2: And then move down and see a gaggle of Mercandi.
0: <laughs> Quite a large <laughs> gaggle of Mercandi.
2: And that's what I got two moves.
0: Alrighty. Uh, do you hear Emblem starting to kind of drop notes and uh, some flaws <laughs> coming through? And you can see blood dripping from seemingly nowhere onto the floor behind Mercundus, Uh And the music fades away a bit. As if she went around a corner somewhere. Uh, but she is going to cast a spell before she goes. And I'm gonna make me uh, check here. What caster level does you need to dispel your web? What's the castle which she actually could overcome?
2: Uh, I believe web is one of my plus one ones I'm checking right That's now. That's why I'm checking because
0: I know you got some extra stuff. If it's on like the druid list also, which I'm pretty sure web yeah, is. It,
2: it is one of them. Does a 24
0: so, dispel your webs?
2: Uh... That's that would get up to a caster level 13, so yes. I was pretty
0: sure it did because you rolled yeah. pretty high, but I'm gonna be honest, I'm not totally clear on how the spell checks work. It's, it's so, 11 plus caster level. Okay, so I figured so. I would just ask you and see yeah. if it worked. All right, so with her magic, the webs disappear from around them and her, her furious painful loot playing and the blood trail tra- comes around the corner into a, a room, an open door. To your left, as you come into this back here, how does, how does these two get switched? Uh, now freed but, from her prison, she,
2: but she never got out of web bolt, did she?
0: She did not. She is still in <laughs> web bolt. You're right. Evelyn <laughs> wouldn't know that anyway, so it's fine. So she's just gonna cut. What bloody hell is this? And swing her mallet twice at this thing in front of her, and it's just gonna pass through it completely harmlessly. Uh, The crystalline bits floating in its form, almost just being pushed aside like they were bubbles floating in a cloud as the mallet passes, and it does nothing. Nothing at all. And her hammer slams frantically into the walls and the ground around this, as she just tries to get this thing out of the way. And a slow laugh emanates from this creature. (laughs) Umarkan is concerned by the noises that are happening behind him. He's gonna five foot step back again. (laughs) He's not sure what's happening, but he's not happy with it. And he is going to continue performing. Somewhat, a little unsettled now, but weave in another spell and another blast of energy that will emanate out from the doorway. And Nori and Baylor, I need will saves. Uh, Inori with a 16, already taking a minus two from his performances. this magic hits you, you feel like a further, like existential despair. Like this battle is hopeless. He's he's too powerful for you. You now have a minus four to attack rolls, saves, skill checks, ability checks, damage rolls.
4: Is that in, is that four more
0: or is no? That- that's four total. Let's you another minus two.
4: Because uh, uh, Kahina's two, like, c- uh, cancels the... Oh, that's right. So
0: you're, you're a net minus two now. Okay. You got minus four plus two, but he gives you a net minus two uh, again from this spell. And Balor, this is magic, and his feeble bard magic. This is real magic. It's, it's not real magic. Get that out of here. Completely unaffected. <laughs> uh, Dara and Kahina, you're on deck because you are now unstunned.
5: Okay, so I really focused in on this shot on this woman. And as I am focusing on it, this thing comes drifting by me, and it takes all of his manly prowess not to like freak out <laughs> as this thing. You know, when you're really focusing, like really took some focus. So I am, as I, as Baylor just like this way, please, I'm going to just follow Baylor, but I'm not gonna leave. Nell out of my sight, so I'm gonna hop out the window.
0: That's a double move, ready. cause one to go to the window and one to hop through the window. Okay, yeah. the So window I'm gonna go out action. there
5: and keep my eyes, so I can keep Nell's, cause you I can't can see, see him over the,
0: yeah.
5: the I can't see him over the bar, but I can see like maybe a leg or two, hanging out there, and if something goes kind of towards this direction, at least I'll be able to see it.
0: So, the creature. Reaches out with a hand as the last of the strong woman continues to just attempt to swing frantically towards it. And uh, you can't, none of you can see her so much anymore, but you can hear it. You can hear her just slamming like crazy. I'm gonna turn this off for the time being so we have more proper lines of sight here. Sorry, no. Uh, You can hear her slamming and you hear this creature chuckle, almost, and then her slamming stops and those of you in the southern hallway can see an almost pale white pall over her full body as she falls backwards dead into the hallway. That's the last noise she makes before she dies. Alright, Kahina, Baylor, you're on deck.
3: Okay! Alrighty, then. Her
0: well, whole, like, all of her skin is almost milk white as she just rolls backwards completely lifeless. Um... And now all you have left yeah. is Mercandus. Hmm. It's your boy.
3: Just looking at him and just the rage fills me, and I focus in on him and nothing else. I just want to bring him down, and that triggers that. That
0: is, that is absolutely your campaign trait for sure. <laughs> so you get a you have. Plus one uh, attack and damage on everything versus him. Because
3: mm-hmm. you
0: literally, your Kahita's backstory is hating this man's existence.
3: Yep. Um, and I'm going to cast through my song. If it'll click.
6: Where is it?
3: Oh, give him a, a...
0: What do you cast? Says, just, just tell me what it is and see if we know what it does. Just,
3: you're pathetic. You're nothing. You're nothing but Pyth- Pytharius's little errand boy. I will deal with you myself.
0: And let me see, what is this? All right. Another things buzz too. so just a will save... you're angry, you cast this spell wave this magic, but he seems unaffected and still fairly unimpressed by what you're bringing against him here Inori, Baylor you're on deck
2: I'm gonna yell out wait to Inori I will wait
0: alright, Baylor
3: he's still staggered
0: though, yeah oh yeah, he's staggered because uh, you still stagger on a successful save So he he does stagger. Uh, He slows down, but he powers through it.
2: I'm going to focus and try to see myself succeeding at making all of these images disappear.
0: It's the spell time. All right, so 11 plus caster level. There's his caster level, he has no bonuses to that. Alright.
2: And I'm using my once-a day roll twice take better result,
0: Okay. Give me that to spell check.
2: There's the oh, one oh. Yeah. I don't even need it.
0: Oh Yeah, that's a natural 20. You Which you just see use a, that back. So. You just saw a future. Where you roll no yeah, the natural twenty. Yeah, there's like a nah, result. Nah. A yeah, uh, twenty-nine yeah. cash double check. All of the clones of Mercandus one by one in a second vanish away, leaving just him standing there. And staggered he looks around. A Little bit of fear in his eyes. Get him. Inari.
3: He's at a minus two with this two this round
4: he's got minus two on his ac seeing that i get a big smile on my face (laughs) (laughs) and i'm gonna step up in and now swinging at just one target this is what i do best and uh minus two from him
0: yeah you uh you minus two from his spell huh yeah you just got the minus two from his spell otherwise you're washed because the two performances are still neutralizing
4: and right as I go in um, for the first swing, Siaran gives me his energy as well because he did say he wanted this man dead. Oh,
0: yeah. Siaran will give you whatever power he has. Just kill him. I'm sick of hearing him talk.
4: <laughs> 22 on the first. That'll hit. All right. Did the minus two affect my damage rolls? Yes. Okay. So then that makes my damage even.
0: All right, so you smack him for 10, plus the cold and electricity, I'm assuming you still have... Uh, I do. Yep, 9 elemental damage on the first swing. So, 19.
4: All right, and the second attack right across his chest with the, the backhand. And that's a 10.
0: Uh, 10 is going to miss. That is me. All righty. Um... Embla, what are you going to do other than just, I guess, be sad? <laughs> uh you're going to hear somebody uncork. You're going to hear like the loot music stop for a brief second, a potion uncork, and then the loot music frantically attempts to continue. Loot music stops. <laughs> this Embla tries really hard not to just die in the corner, and uh, Earl Mercandus staggered. He is gonna start swinging at you with his rapier. Just jabbing out, dueling. You are now dueling him in this hallway. Uh, A sword fight that maybe you did not expect to have with this man, but here we are.
4: He's making (laughs) a big mistake here. (laughs) Yeah, you're having a
0: sword fight now. What's your AC? Uh, 22.
4: All right, 22.
0: He's neutral, it's just AC minus two, Stagger staggered, just means he gets to swing once. 22? Yep. He uh, connects with his rapier, but it scratches across your mail, uh, and doesn't pierce through hard enough to do any damage. Is it and close enough to, uh, It is close enough to pop images? an image, yes. Okay. I'll take that down. Alright, Dara and Kane on deck.
5: I'm going to uh, wait until I see something happen.
0: Okay. So you're gonna hold up and see if anyone comes out.
5: Either door, yeah.
0: Either door. He's in the- as you in the hallway, we'll see you slowly floating around the corner, the goat ghost. And as the goat ghost approaches, it raises one of its hands, looking at. Uh, looking towards this battle here and starts incanting a spell, and energy washes out from it over Mercandus and Enori. I need you both to make me will saves. Obviously, uh, me is one of those two people, but I need you to make a will save. Mercandus feels it and stumbles a bit and turns around to see what's coming. But both of you shake off this effect as you feel uh, like intrusive thoughts kind of push into your mind and warp your perception and you almost lose track of where you are or who you're fighting for a moment. But you are very focused on killing this man right now and you you both actually are very focused on a sword fight and both of you power through it. Kahina and Billary, are on deck.
3: I, they're not the only ones who are focused on fighting. With that...
0: Looks no, like you're no, in five foot step and stabbing range. Oh, it Go. is
3: definitely stabby stabby time. And I've got...
0: There's no longer... One. He's no longer terribly remorsed. All right, a uh, 19 is going to miss. Oh, we're wow. trying to get your glaive here past the Nori. You have your haste attack at least. You, you did, oh. you did get the haste.
3: Oh, I do. I get to. So I get to go again. Yeah, so
0: you can swing one more time. Okay. Uh, 27 will connect with him, though. Okay. And you hit him for six damage. Mm
2: hmm.
0: Baylor, and where you're on deck.
2: Well. I can see there's an open door around the corner. Is that the way the blood goes?
0: Yes. <laughs> plus blood trails into that room.
2: All right. I figured as much. I...
0: Abel's performance has actually stopped as she's dealing with potions.
2: I have... Actually, no. You can, you can ro- pretend
0: it is a free action. That's still going.
2: Yeah. It's, it, yeah. It's free action to continue. Okay. I have the rod still in my hand. I'm going to cast a spell. The air is going to start to fill with electricity. And then it's all going to zap.
0: The sheet lightning erupts out. Are you including Goat Ghost? You have your selective rod.
2: I am... For now, not going to hit Goat Ghost.
0: Yeah, we're gonna not include Goat Ghost, but let everyone and else. I'm just too, gonna so, like
2: uh, center it right there, so it potentially yeah, in the in, in the doorway. Things in the room.
0: Yeah, plus fortitude, plus four. She's just having the worst day. So this is getting deleted by stuff it's not even being aimed at her. And you hear once again a cry of pain as the loop music stops. <laughs> and mercandis also Stops in place uh, Dazed by this blast of lightning surging through his body. He Loses control of his muscles and he's being electrocuted It takes all of his focus to be able to continue dodging and parrying Inori's attacks, but he can't mount any kind of an offense of his own Inori
4: Okay, I'm going to do some spell combat and uh, if they're not performing, I don't have that minus two from them anymore.
0: Uh, Mercan- Oh yeah, neither of them's performing. You do not have the minus two from them anymore. You just have the minus two from the spell and the plus two from Kahina. So you're at a neutral now, instead of a minus two. Cool.
4: First sword attack is a seventeen.
0: Uh, 17 is not going to be enough as he's still protecting himself. He just can't, like, thrust out enough to attack you while he's being electrocuted.
4: Okay. Got his range on that first one. That was the test swing. And I'm going to follow through now that I know where he's at with the, with the uh, the second one. Yeah, uh, 22.
0: Uh, 22 is going to strike him, but his skin seems to be hardened by magic and your sword kind of glances off and doesn't really do any damage.
4: Okay. And now with the spell, I'm going to deliver uh, a third attack with my sword where uh, purple and black energy start coming off a CR and uh, a spell that really interests me that I saw Bartleby do one time back in the day and I wanted to try it out on this guy. Okay. With
0: a 15 I miss, a, a 15, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna continue really wanted to try it out. Because you're actually, he's a surprisingly good duelist, yeah. and with his magical defenses, you're having a really hard time laying a hit on him. He's dueling me. Atlas dazed, Mercandis is dazed. Dara. So, I... You hear uh, his fight, but you don't see him coming out I of the hallway.
5: I don't hear anything. Um, And through all of my military training. I just can't hold my position. I see Nell hasn't moved at all. The webs are gone, too.
0: Yeah, the webs, are, and the are, webs gone.
5: are gone, and I just can't hold my military training and stay put. And I hop in through the window and make it as far as I can over to Nell.
0: You are still hasted, question mark? Haste still going? Yes. You have 60-foot sure. movement. I have oh. I have the timer on. So yeah, You can go wow, 35... Okay. You can get to the corner. You can get all the way. I mean, you see Goat Ghost from there, so whether you want to okay. move up behind Goat Ghost is up to you. <laughs> I'm going to
5: sit over here behind this, and then once I get here, I'm going to pull out my last pure Light Wound potion, and then uh, next turn I'll... I, well, I have to pull it out next turn, but I'll be there.
4: Nice. True soldier. Never leave a man behind.
0: Goat Ghost is going to float forward with the hand outstretched up behind the electrocuted Mercandus. And as he does, he passes a hand into Mercandus' back. And you see Mercandus' face go pale, like the one behind him. The color kind of starts to drain away and his eyes go wide. And he just... Ub tries his best not to double over from the electrocution and the racking pain through his body, still doing his best to deflect Inori. But clearly just being touched by Goat Ghost is causing a massive trauma. Kaina.
3: Well, let's add to that massive trauma, shall we?
0: Sounds <laughs> like a plan.
3: Just a scream of rage.
0: A 17 is going to uh, sweep by as you're trying to get reach into a battle here that's happening. Fight through Anori. But I got a second one. He's, yeah, he's dancing pretty unpredictably around two different people. Yeah. A 24, however. Is exactly lethal to hit him. Another
3: six chipping away. Don't care.
0: You hit him for six damage. It's a little more than chipping away. After whatever goat ghost has done to him, as you manage to land this final hit with the glaive, what do you do?
3: I see him reeling from whatever this thing behind him is, but I don't care. I don't care if it's a ghost, if it's a goat, whatever it is. All I know is that Mercandus's head is going to look great mounted up next to all the other monsters we have back at home. So I'm just going to reach straight. I Nori he swings up, I swing around and I catch him like he's, going up to defend and I catch him right in the armpit and just straight up into his neck
0: just with that his body goes immediately limp and slumps down off of your glaive with the goat ghost's hand still just sitting there where his body was and he looks up at the group of you and turns around and starts floating back down the hall
6: Okay then.
3: I'm not done yet. And I'm just going to push Takenori and push past him, oh. <laughs> pull my glaive out and head for the door where I know Embla is.
0: And as you come into the room, this would actually be the round that Embla's visibility wears off. Oh so no. So you would uh you would come around the corner to a dazed uh well, not anymore dazed Ambla with her loot on the ground digging through her bag uh, an empty potion rolling across the floor next to her rifling for another one and she looks up at the uh, you uh,
3: no words just oh. swinging <laughs> nothing
0: she is just sitting on the ground, just literally sitting on the ground. Don't, so you can you can just coup de grace her. It's
3: yeah. Well, I guess we see who the better bard was out of all of us, and just lob her head off.
4: Uh, seeing that, I'm gonna start looking around. Where's Nell?
5: Uh, I'm gonna drag Nell to the corner as this.
0: This weird little goat passes by you and it passes up into the middle of the room and then just as it had appeared once, it sinks down into the floor.
5: I'm going to give Nell that potion.
1: Well, a question. Everybody knows about the boots. If I'm unconscious, can you not just plant my no, feet for you me? you
0: can't use the boots when you're <laughs> unconscious. Shut <laughs> up. You
2: cannot activate a magic item on someone else's body. There you go.
0: So you, uh, Dara gives you a potion. I'll save us the moment rolling for the potion, because it's not important because you're going to heal for an amount, and then stand up and boot yourself uh, back to uh, back to full over time. But you take a potion. You wake up on the floor. Uh, surrounded by the bodies of the giant women who had been coming after you previously I take it we won
5: I have no idea what happened you should ask them
1: that a
4: was that a, like a goat demon ghost thing
2: yeah, no was- I'm hoping it had something to do with hunndrika
0: At this, that, the uh, as the sounds of battle have kind of quieted here, the lady behind the counter slowly peeks up over the surface of the bar and looks around out of the room and looks back at the huge, like destroyed, into in this hallway, crossbow bolts sticking out of the wall and like places where paint's been fl- flash frozen <laughs> off of the beams and. Puts her head in the hands and doesn't say anything.
4: Ah, uh, we can um yeah, we can get, throw some money at this. Uh
0: sorry for
3: I'm, I'm just gonna flash <laughs> flash our rings and be like, You can take it up with the Earl. We were sent here to capture an extremely dangerous criminal.
0: And she just she doesn't move at all his head for her hands. And me... at that, do you hear the pounding of footsteps running in towards the door? Oh, and no. into the room, Morning Star raised over her head, is Hudricka. All right, you bastards, what are we doing? And she's got the Morning Star in one hand and what appears to be a, a palm-sized glass-corked vial that is fizzing violently in the other. She's the group here.
4: I'm here! What are we doing? I'm just going to point at the broken window. They went that way.
0: And, uh, so, uh, and she tosses the bottle out the door behind her, and you hear an explosion. I had about three seconds for that one, thought it'd be more imminent, and takes a few steps towards the window. It stops. Hydra, it's what? over. I think you won, at least.
4: Fine, win. Oh. Well, it, it was kinda,
2: a bit rough, but
4: for well, the moment,
0: yeah. Did he help us, at least? Dreamender. She calls out. And as she does, the goat ghost rises up to the floor again, looking at her. Like, oh, fantastic, you made it. Useful, yay? Yeah? Extremely. Terrifying, actually. I, I mean, you
4: should have passed along that this was going to be included with the plan. But it seemed like we
0: were in a bit of a hurry. Didn't have a whole lot of time for scheme and... then Detailing out exactly the details of how we're gonna do things. I told you I'd help, and I did.
2: The creature did help, yes.
0: You're yeah. Good. I sixty forty. He understood who he was supposed to be attacking when he got here. So I'm glad to hear that worked out for you. 60-40? That's not. I don't like those odds. This
4: is more likely than not. They said it was urgent.
3: Don't more look a gift alchemist in the mouth.
4: I guess you're right. Thanks, thanks for the help.
0: <sighs> so, what what, what do we do exactly? And then she looks at the, uh, she sees like the bodies of blood all the way down the hall, and the hallway is basically destroyed, and the ceiling would be sagging a bit from all the damage it took. Like, well, I take it we killed. I don't know who this lot lad is. They don't recognize him.
3: Um, the first thing I'm going to do is grab for that cloak <laughs> that yep. Mercantis is wearing. <laughs>
0: I'll <laughs> to be taking that. <laughs> no, no more. Not again. <laughs> no
3: more. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's me going poof or Baylor going poof. No more.
0: We, uh, and uh Tadriga puts her morning star back in the slot in her belt. Well I don't know what we did. I'm hoping we're on the right side of it. It seems well enough, it looked like you had the council support anyway up on the hill. Hey, you're defending it as far as I can tell, so this
2: man was behind a great many of the issues plaguing this town.
0: Oh, we're fantastic. That's well, what we're here for, at least. We're trying to help out the city where we can. And if this man, we're kind of in like a hallway behind. Like, she's not where that is, yeah. but I mean, well, I, I gesture to the hallway. Gestured. Yeah. Well, that seems like the best we could possibly do to be helping. I'm glad to be a part.
3: We would love to come and thank the Twilight uh, Twilight Child and uh, the rest of you for all your help.
0: There's no need. Uh, we do what we can for people in need. We've tried as much as we can in our time here to be helpful to assist the community and w- with what limited abilities we do have. And admittedly, it's my particular talents are fantastic for that most of the time. But, you know, this is exactly the kind of Initiative I can get behind. So you lot are like a, uh, what, traveling heroes a sort.
4: <laughs> yep. We never really did come up with like a, a name for what we are, are we?
3: I don't know if "heroes" is the correct word, but we do, we do want the good for the country.
0: Ah, all states agree. By my I'll count, drink later at least. <laughs> Well, perhaps I can take you up on that. Belor, I'd like to discuss something with you in uh, private, if you got a moment, if you, the job hitters. We seem to be standing around well enough, so... Uh,
2: this, we do it, need to return to the council, but it's not
0: no, urgent no, anymore. Not, nothing super immediate. If you can, I can meet you up there.
2: Seems reasonable to me.
0: Alright, well, a few hours then. Meet you on the hill. I'm curious if you have any improvements from your mate here. And suggestions that to dream render. Hey, he's efficient yeah. enough, but I believe he's the first of his kind. And alchemy alone only takes you so far, you understand.
2: I'm interested in him as well, so As I'd hope he'd be. Uh,
0: besides, I'm sure Paul would love to meet you. Anyway, we can do uh with a wave and a smile on her face, she turns around, and just waddles out of the smashed tavern <laughs> with the bodies everywhere, and Dream Render sinks back into the ground. And you can uh... see where he is, see just a faint image of energy gliding across the ground as he moves around behind her.
4: Was that the uh, flirt in there, Baylor? Oh.
2: She's, She's <laughs> with the cult. She's got information. <laughs>
4: I mean, yeah, I figured you'd probably play that card and give me one of those answers. <laughs> but come on.
2: I am
5: very suspicious of that thing. Yeah,
3: we don't need that. To <laughs> discuss.
5: We need to figure out what it
3: is and how to get rid of it. Uh, meanwhile,
2: some form of animate dream.
3: Mm. Meanwhile, what can we, what can we glean from all of their effects here.
0: Uh quite a few things. And I'll give you a list if you want to write it down and then we can take our break real quick like because you will gather between the assorted corpses on the ground here where you have just murdered the hell out of everyone.
2: Kahina has a cape of the Montebank.
0: Yeah, you have a cape of a cape of the Montebank. Yes, that's what that is. <laughs> um
2: which I'm sure I could figure out the Yeah,
0: you can do that. The giant women have each an amulet of natural armor and cloak of resistance plus one. You, you spellcraft, you can't fail those at this point. So, two of each of those. Go ahead and write that down. And then, you can't fail their armor either. That hide they were wearing, it seemed almost like a costume. Well, it largely is. And the enchantment on it. A transmutation kind of explains how they were generally so easy to throw Nell around and also to, well, largely rip out of their bonds. On the surface, it's plus one hide armor, but it also gives the wearer a plus two competence bonus on any strength checks to do anything ever, as well as bull rush attempts. In addition, they treat their uh, you basically treat your strength score as if it was 8 higher for purposes of your carrying capacity. They're basically enchanted dire lion pelts that they wear that aren't crazy useful in combat but would have a lot of other applications. They're worth about 3,500 gold a piece, so if you want to just put, I'm assuming nobody wants these, you can sell the pair of them for 3,500 gold.
3: Nell's gonna keep one for when we're carrying things. Just flex
0: it on. I'm keeping one. 3,500
1: a piece. What's it called?
0: Uh, It's called a powerhouse pelt. (laughs) Of course it is. Otherwise, they ha- each had a potion of cure-moderate wounds on them, so they also get two potions of cure-moderate wounds and an empty potion they'd already consumed. <laughs> Look, his strength is cool.
5: Can I take one of those cure moderates? I ran out.
0: Yeah. Embla. Uh, the rest of the gear is not magical. Embla actually has very little gear, it seems. She drank all of her potions. And uh. she's not even... Wearing armor. Just clothes.
1: Actually go on ahead and just sell both of them because I can't wear it and full plate.
0: It is, yeah, it's hide. It is armor. But she does have bracers of armor plus one and a ring of protection plus one, neither of which you can fail the check to identify, so two amulets, two cloaks, one ring, one bracers. Mercandus has quite a bit on him. You're already familiar with the Cape of the Mountain Bank. You already know about that one. Uh, That's definitely a thing that you have. uh, You've experienced way too many times in this campaign by now. (laughs) They just gave those out like candy at the War for the Crown bad guy meeting.
2: (laughs) I mean, they're pretty useful when you're a bad guy.
0: They're pretty useful when you're a bad guy. He has an unenchanted mithril shirt. Which is still not bad. Another.
1: Uh... I'm going to temporarily put on a unenchanted mithril shirt. <laughs> That's
0: right, because you have no other option. <laughs> uh,
2: keep, keep that miss mail, even though it's broken. Keep the pieces.
1: Uh, I, I mean, I'm keeping
2: it.
0: another ring of mind shielding because the party's had great experiences with these so far. Um, And the rest of his stuff is actually not magical. How many
1: rings can you wear? Two, two. Well, you can wear as many as you want. You can only have two magical rings on.
0: And he you can only has have the effects of two. Two yeah. wands and a scroll, which are all low enough. I don't think you can fail. What is your spellcast modifier? I don't think you can fail any of this.
2: Uh, fourteen for me. Uh, nineteen.
0: Yeah, you can't fail any of this. Uh, he has a scroll of cure serious wounds. That's his read magic. You can do that for free. He has a wand of bear's endurance which is plus four con which has ten charges left and a wand of shield with thirty charges left so actually between the four of them a hundred gold in loose change they had surprisingly little Honestly, very surprisingly little. And let How me are we see feeling
5: about dividing up that ring of uh, One more fiction. thing.
4: You can, I mean...
5: You can have it. I'm fine with it. I wouldn't mind it. That would be nice.
0: The last thing he has on him is yet more letters. Some sent and unsent correspondence, all of which addressed to Maxilar Pytharius. Mm, of course. Unfortunately, going through the, the several he has gathered on his person, there aren't, like there's not enough direct information here to like implicate him or to tie him directly to this scheme. But it is, it's not enough to formally accuse Pytharius of anything. But it is certainly enough to make it clear that, at the very least, Pytherius was aware of what Mercandus was doing here in Yanmis.
3: Does it give the money? Like, where he was getting his money from?
0: It does not, no. Merc- but uh, Pytherius is at least aware of it and was most likely complicit in these plans of his to summon in the Paraka and to turn the Taldon horse against the town. But it's not enough to incriminate him as having directly given the order. So with Kahina I'm sure very satisfied for the moment. But in the grand scheme of things only really a single step on her road to vengeance here. Let's take our break. Let's take our break, let's go to the bathroom, get some beverages, etc. As we're all back here, as you pick through the various bits of uh, what's left behind from Mercondus, Embla, and his two goons.
1: What were their weapons, by the way?
0: All unenchanted. It was a rapier, an earthbreaker, and Embla literally just had a dagger. (laughs)
1: Oh, they had two Earthbreakers?
0: They both had Earthbreakers. Yeah, they're two Unenchanted Earthbreakers. Not a single... They weren't even Masterwork. The only Masterwork weapon is Mechanus' Rapier. So, Embla uh, had no armor and literally just, like, a knife as a backup weapon. She is clearly not a fighter at all. She's not anything now, because she's dead. But did she, she had was... like, a
1: solid gold loot? Like, what did all of her money go into? As Macandus a part she had to have money.
0: <laughs> yeah, Macandus probably, because she has basically nothing. She has like 25 gold on her and a couple potions.
2: Funding the Talden horse, uh, calling for Piraka to the material plane. The vast majority <laughs> yeah. of their
0: money is tied up in other, you know, expenditures is the word I'm going to use. Activities. As you're picking through this, Chief Osfer strolls in the door. With her wearing her badge her bright red jacket but without her helmet and her hand on her longsword but not just resting not aggressively or anything and she walks in and as she does the waitress still cowering behind the bar pops up oh oh thank the gods chief Osford! and she just holds up her hand Looks over the grip of you fine work
2: We got him. Bit of a mess, but... Got the end result.
0: Of course, the law comes first in all things. These walls and floors can be repaired. But this... Strange filth that found its way into our walls has been dealt with. I thank you, and Yanmas thanks you. You've done good work here today. Though I loathe to admit it... Lord O'Toone is not incorrect. Mercandus is a powerful man with powerful allies and probably beyond what my men could have handled. We thank you.
1: We were sent here to help. We did the best we could.
0: As I was told. I was alerted by a page from the council a few minutes ago. I was told to arrive here with no particular hurry. I had men stationed around, oh, heading two stations around, but I doubt they'd have made a difference if they were face-to-face with Macondus alone. Truth be told, I'm not sure what he was capable of, but I know he had some magic behind him, and that's more than any of my men can claim, to be sure.
2: A lot doesn't... of backup as well. <clears throat> they just gesture to the
4: women.
0: Yeah. as I can see. What were they, circus performers?
1: That was my first guess, too. We've had our fair run-in with clowns.
0: How strange <laughs> company the man chose to keep, I must admit. Mm. Still. well. And she just looks at you. Oh,
3: we found some more um, information uh, on him um, that we would need to take to the council.
0: Uh, let me see. Mel's out of hand. He hand her the uh, the letters that Mercantis had on him. Mm-hmm. She just kind of flips through
2: him. Not much solid.
0: No, not at all. <laughs> I don't envy whoever has to follow this up. If anyone, I admit. We may just have to let this one go. There's nothing here that admits anything other than he was aware of what was going on here. It seems that Mercandus was operating of his own ambition, perhaps trying to make a name for himself in Pithereus' future court as the Grand Prince. Who knows his motivations now, a cleric could ask him perhaps, but not much else. Assume the man's dead. Aye. Good. If there is any justice in this world, he'll be routing in the hells of whatever forsaken deities he claimed to worship, because gods know it wasn't Abadar. Or anything good and holy. Still, it's confusing. Can't really understand his motive. if you wanted clout with Pytharius, surely there were more reasonable avenues to pursue. Why turn against the city Pytharius wants so desperately?
1: I think his goal was to discredit us and make you desperate for his need or for his assistance.
0: Must have understood the chance of this backfiring so spectacularly, though.
3: When you're that arrogant, you don't even imagine that failure is a possibility. It was his biggest weakness.
4: I've spent my whole life being underestimated, so it happens.
0: Well, whatever it is it's dealt with now. We can handle this from here, of course. You have the, not just the council, but the Baron's grace to come here and deal with this, so... Obviously, we have no further need for interactions. My men can clean this up. We'll handle the bodies and figure out how we're going to present this. I should let you know, though, if you're expecting credit or a parade of sorts, there'll be much of that. Reconnus' death will probably be as an accident.
3: Which is probably better for the city as a whole, anyway.
0: As it Yeah, is. we don't need to make any martyrs. He's a powerful man with powerful allies, and whatever he may have been responsible for here, if I have the wits to know, this shouldn't get out to the city as a whole. Surely the council knows that as well. But they'll probably appreciate knowing the deed is done, and I won't take that away from you. Go, speak with them. The council still waits. They're cleaning up the dragon mess.
3: (laughs) Thank you so much.
0: And, Off to uh, the council. To the council. She walks up and as you leave leaving. She just on the counter. Off you go, lass. I right, watch business here.
3: Just walk over and sling an arm around Nell and just pat him and say some words and throw a couple of heels <laughs>
0: like, I'm full <laughs> health. Oh, he, yeah, he's been using the boots. He's got his magic You'll booties. go to throw
1: one on me, it does nothing.
0: <laughs> oh, I, I can't be killed.
3: Look, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're okay now. I got yeah, my little, literally
0: little. everybody else is fairly injured, including you. Like, is standing there with like his
2: chest bare and no wounds <laughs> on it. Yeah,
0: his, his armor—he's got the pieces of his armor in a sack. It's like his, his his nice shirt is ripped apart underneath it. He's just, <laughs> I just it Yep like, <laughs> Well, shock up tank the giant lady with a huge mallet, shirtless on the list of accomplishments that Nels achieved today. Uh,
1: where are you guys headed? I, I will definitely say I am proud to have blocked one hit with no armor.
0: You, you, yeah, you did it. You, you deflected one hit with no Pretty armor good. just out of yeah, those pure, are big hammers. Yeah, barks told you to back off. I could have webbed bonus him earlier. Dodge.
1: You, just web me next time. It's fine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he will. He will if do he grabs her in melee range of you, she still keeps hitting you. That's fine. It's just grappled. It's equally bad for both of you. Her attack yeah, goes down by two and grappled. your AC goes down by two. Oh, she can't use a two-handed weapon, actually. If she's got... No, grappled you. Grappled can't use you? two-handed. Can't use two-handed. Yep. Yeah, that actually would have been. She would have just had to start punching you. <laughs> that should have been kind of funny. So where are we heading? Back to the, to the council. Oh, the council, of course.
2: Though. Oh, I mean, we heal it up first? I would like to.
0: I mean, yeah, we can I do just... that.
3: Dragon. Dragon. I have. I actually and... have enough spells. I, I've i got Cure Serious and plenty of Cure Light. You can I mean, throw what... a few
0: of your spells out for the day to just heal everyone up to full. And okay. the group of you head back up to the Mercantile Council where several Firewatch and Pages and Secretaries alike are outside kind of scratching their heads on how exactly they're going to dispose of a giant dead dragon right outside their doors. Uh there are a few wagons and covered carriages of various sizes that are brought up, all significantly smaller than the
4: dragon. I'm walking I'm walking past just, you know, kinda of looking at at, at the uh, the damage and that was me. Just so you guys
0: know. And as uh, right you say that a lot of the pages and secretaries look at you annoyed. <laughs> Some of the You're fire welcome. watch like <laughs> Because you made him deal with this, and a lot of the fire watch just glance so over you and glance back at the dragon. How much does
1: a dragon weigh, or a drake?
0: Well, picking it up's not I'm the really... problem. It's you know, well, it. for eating.
1: Yeah, because like, I have an idea. About a ton and a make
0: half. Good jerky.
1: A ton and a half. Okay, <laughs> I can pull it.
0: Pulled on the powerhouse pelt And just dragged the thing up the hill Yep
4: Didn't we we determine you couldn't pull 2,000 pounds Well he didn't have a powerhouse
0: pelt previously Oh exactly Which gives him plus 8 strength for carrying capacity Which lets him drag About 3 quarters of a ton more I believe Uh, That lets
1: me drag 4,600
0: Yep So yeah Strengths kind of carrying capacity scales up pretty exponentially Honestly So, So, I mean, if
1: we need to move it, I can just
0: move it. I mean, it isn't your problem, to be fair. We can figure out how to deal with the dragon later. You make your way into the Mercantile Council, and they're in such disarray that Gregor Hamble's not there to meet you. Obviously, you recognize enough that nobody stops you going in.
2: Even if they did, just hold up our fingers. Yeah, you
0: get like, uh, hello. (laughs) So you just make your way to the Council Chambers, where all five members of the Council are there. Very fervently discussing these events and revelations.
1: Is it wrong of me to have expected this guy to be the ass?
0: Lord of Tooth? Are you saying? saying Just (laughs) just from,
1: no, I'm like, out of character, from his face, I expected he was gonna be-
0: Wow. First of all, (laughs) it is 2019, sir. And you are judging this man by his appearance? How dare you? I'm I'm basing that
1: off of um, Titus.
0: Yeah, fair. Um, well, not everyone is a Titus. Yeah. Lord of Tune, subversion of expectations, etc., etc. <laughs> <laughs> All of the council turns to you and falls silent as you enter. And Lord of Tunes stands up from his seat. Well? Did you catch him?
3: We did. He is no longer a problem to Yanmas.
0: Oh. Far be it me to revel in the situations that led to these circumstances, but surely Leon is better off with him out of the way. We thank you, but unfortunately, I'm afraid that your exploits this time are not going to merit quite the festival that stopping the nightmare plague the fellow verse that he previously had. And he explains basically the same thing that chief osfer had told you given the situation this isn't something they can really let get out they're going to keep this super under wraps but you very much do have their thanks
3: yeah as well it should janmas doesn't need that that wasn't why we were sent here not for praise and accolades we were genuinely sent here to help
0: i must admit we've received two envoys in past weeks one from the Imperialists and one from the Loyalists. All we got from... ...the South... ...was a man who subverted our trust and our safety and turned it against us. What we received from the Crown Daughter... ...the support, help, and solutions to the problems our city faced. Now I can't... ...publicly... ...declare miss to one side or the other. None of us can, of course. Our neutrality is important for our connections. Our business must come first, after all. And the halfling, Lady Cobbin, stands up on her chair. He's like, to hell with that! After all of they've done, you're not gonna... uh, You can't even give support to the bloody faction that's done it for us! If there's going to be a bid for the crown, of course, Utropia has the city's backing. The council's... The Baron... By all means! Clearly, we see which way the crown falls. Hmm, Hmm, well. That lady Cubbins support, excitable as it may be. And the chief enumerator then stands as well. If we putting this to a vote, I agree. After what they've done for us, and especially in her name. Our loyalty should lie with their side. Neutropia has proven that those under her employ, and those she trusts, can be trusted. And with that, the last two, Lady Ghoul and Lady Rawls, both just nod and raise a hand with "I." eye. In order to turn... Well, clearly I'm outvoted. Be that as it may. I suppose she has our support. She'll be proud of you, as we are, I imagine. You can claim assistance and neutrality and all of that, but I and we all understand the workings of politics. Regardless of these ends, I'm sure this is why Princess Eutropia sent you here in the first place. Yes, it sounds as if she'll have Yonvis's support. And with that, the Avon Prefecture as a whole will stand with her.
1: We are glad to hear.
3: We are very grateful. We know it's not a decision that any of you came to lightly.
0: It's one I'm still not sure of, but again, clearly, my say has been had. Well, if there's anything else you need in your time in Yanmis, please, don't hesitate to let us know. But from here, we need simply rebuild, reforge our connections, and resupply. There's work yet to be done, of course, to undermine the damage that has been done by both the Nightmares and the traitorous military battalion, but Yanmas has suffered worse. Yannmus has suffered many ills in its time, and yet Yanmas still perseveres. As coin flows through the city, so too does the grace of Abadar. And that the uh, chief enumerator nods his head. And uh, Lurditon continues, we'll sort things out well enough. You've done more than anyone could have asked of you, and I wish there was more we could do to thank you for it.
5: I do have uh, one request, if you do not mind. Of not all of the Talden horse were betrayed uh, this uh, town. Half of them did not, and they were sent to their death, but only one survived, and she is currently in hiding. And she is loyal. She will uh, will need protection and maybe integrated back into the military services of this town.
0: And uh, Lady Rawls, the armor, speaks up. We've heard reports that the bandit attacks to the east are not gone entirely, but severely reduced. Uh, apparently, some pockets of this traitor cell they're still operating on their own but without their leader they're in disarray Uh, their attacks are near random and much less focused and organized in fact some of the caravan guards have actually been able to fend them off some of the soldiers themselves have been captured and have expressed their regrets not that they'll save them from the gallows but if there are those who chose to stand with Yanmis and with civilization when Commander Stobel turned traitor of course they've committed no crimes we will shelter her
3: and she might actually be able to help you find what's left of some of these uh, leftovers of what we did not manage to take out. She would be valuable well, to finding tell,
0: them. Tell me what you know and we'll do what we can. And you explain to her about uh, Lieutenant John Rick and where she's hiding up in the forest and probably warn her about the log trap. But, <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs> yeah. But and the progs discussion.
0: caution. She is very skittish. You can tell her that. Right. <laughs> But
2: I to go forward, you know, announcing that <laughs> Tallgrasses has Hello?
0: fallen. follow's dead! <laughs> All of the Stobels You can come out dead. now! We killed the entire family! <laughs> so, uh, the chief enumerator, Polyator stands up now and nods. truly, you walk blessed in the light, a righteous and holy path. The scales have weighed heavily in your favor, friends. If there is anything you need of me or my church, please, we will do what we can for you. But I'm afraid, given the gifts you have bestowed upon Janus, my personal concerns are far more unimportant. There's nothing more we need of you. Anything else you want to say to the council?
3: We thank the council. <laughs> uh, and what Taylor. will
2: you say about these bandits? Will you let it get out that they were in fact not Kadirin?
0: We will deal with the underlying issues in our city. This is brought to light as we always have. Righteousness will persevere. Uh, the path of the good always triumphs. Uh, neither I nor any of my fellow councilmen here see the need to share the connection between the Talden horse and the bandits we've no need to undermine their faith in our military or our nation further we will simply announce that the bandit leader their chieftain has been put down and the fire watch has the remainder under control and what happened to the cavalry will remain a mystery It is, unfortunately, what we must do. Just nod. So with that, your victory reported. You're free to return home. After what has been another fairly eventful day. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah.
1: so while we're in there talking to them, I was just checking on it real quick. Um, While we're there, I'd like to ask them about plots of land available in the city
0: and uh they would uh, chief palliator manages a lot of that because similar to how it did in miss long just goes through the church of abadar and he would be more than glad to help you out with literally whatever it is you want of course at proper market prices so if you wanted to purchase some land for your for another brewery here another extension this
1: one can... i was thinking about building a museum
0: I'm going to build a museum. I'm okay.
1: A museum
0: to Shalin. Uh, he's going to be less enthused about that. But he's it's not. It's not religious. It's just full of art. It's a museum to Shalin. It's not religious, guys. It's just a deities museum. He's, he's not going to be super. Come appreciate ex- art. Yeah, he's not going to be super excited about that, but he's, it's going to be far from him to stop you. He has no problem with it. Uh, he would be able to get you a plot of land. Where in Yanis do you want it? Where are you hoping to put this? This map does not want to load. There it is. What general district, at least?
1: So things are
0: going to be cheaper uh, in southern Bountiful, and much cheaper in the Wash, which is near the Central River. Churchside is the most basically. The more north you go, the more expensive it's going to be.
1: Uh, how expensive would Churchside be?
0: If you want a plot of land or even one of the, uh, an, an old building that's up in Shirt Side, I'd say you could just outright purchase a building for 800 gold. Hmm. And then obviously you don't have to decide that right now. That can yeah. be, uh, yeah, I was more can, so asking yeah, about Yeah, Figure the out whatever you want to do with that. So, the rest of you—go, oh, well, all of you, rather. After that, can head. Is there anything? Finally, is there anything else anyone wants to ask the council before we leave the council chambers? I mean, you can pretty much come back up here whenever. Is there not any burning, pertinent questions? I'm good. Are we heading home. I don't want to send me plans, but are we heading home? <laughs> heading
1: Brooks. back to the to the tavern or the end wherever we were. Yeah. We had, like, a condo.
0: So you had, like, a condo. Yeah, it's not like... You're actually staying in, like, a separate rental okay. building, basically. So as you make your way back, the council is absolutely correct. You have done a fantastic service, not just for Yanmis, but being the connection to the north and Kazmaron out to the east. A service for Yanmis is a great service for all of Taldor. And I believe spread among you... You have several artifacts that are going to approve of your actions as you yourselves become more intertwined in writing Taldor's history. Dignity's Barb is now a plus three Seeking Darkwood Light Crossbow. So plus one more Enhancement Bonus, so plus one to attack and damage on everything. And you can use your ability to roll twice to confirm a critical hit. At will. What? You always roll twice to confirm crits.
1: Never yeah, not. Relics, great. relics get ridiculous.
0: The envoy what? ring. Remind me what it does right now. <laughs> I don't actually remember exactly where you're at. Uh,
2: I know I have plus three on
0: diplomacy linguistics reform
2: yes uh charm person where do i have it
0: it's charm person and comprehend languages once per day it's dc 17 right now and when you just dis- said you can use it to disguise yourself and you can there read is. speak understand the area language
2: yes those are charm all things person you can do right now seventeen, comprehend languages three times per day
0: all right and- the power of the envoy ring expands and you can now use charm person at will, and it's DC 18.
1: You're charmed. You're charmed. Everyone's charmed. But Perfect
0: for a politician. If, if they pass their save, you can't target them again with the rings charm person for 24 hours. You're charmed tomorrow. In, adi- <laughs> in, a, in addition, this power of diplomacy is expands beyond what simply politics or uh, simple politics is capable of and once per day it can be used to cast charm monster dc-23 Coriana's blade roll me a d6 now Uh, there we go alright so we have it's black red pink green
1: fire and I have magic missile
0: yeah magic missile is the default one it's black red pink green Uh, as all of you become more and again intertwined in building the story of Taldor the cracks fade away from the pink gem in the pommel of your sword You can use the ability of the pink gem against the mind-affecting effect. So you get once per day, you can just immune yourself to one fire, one magic missiles, and one mind-affecting effect. It is also now a plus three defending longsword.
1: No, it's not. It's plus three AC. (laughs) Yes, that's what he said. Yes, that's 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 what I said. (laughs) said. That's what I said.
0: The Okay, now uh, Kahina... You are wielding two relics. You have the mask melded into your face and the banner. You need to choose one of them to improve. You have Um, multiple relics, you only get to pick one.
3: Give me... Give me... the mask. Alright. I was looking, but the mask isn't on here. I see the...
0: The mask, I know I tweaked a bit. So... The mask...
2: Because you put them out of order, right? I did it out of order,
0: right. Uh, what does the mask give you right now? I did it out of order, but didn't write I, down what it did. I don't
3: know, because it's not up here anymore. All
0: right, so I'm going to give you the first it, triumph at random. Uh,
2: you, I know you gave her the yeah, charisma actually, on it. I gave you...
0: That's yeah. what I thought. I gave you... It gives you plus two... Uh, I don't know. Yeah, why isn't that there? That's weird. Let me go... Take that up real quick. I disappeared out of your journal. I'll find that mm-hmm. later. But uh let me give you it gives you plus two enhancement to charisma right now. Mm-hmm. And uh plus two to sense motive checks, and let's see who's comprehend languages once a day because those are the base things.
6: Mm-hmm.
0: Now is this once per day? Uh no. While you are talking to someone or observing a conversation, as a swift action. You can activate a power in the mask to use Detect Thoughts at DC 19 on a single person in the conversation. And you can use Detect Thoughts for up to nine rounds per day. I'm going to tell you to look at how Detect Thoughts works, because it's kind of like Detect Magic, where you have to do it for up to three rounds before it really does stuff. So you can functionally use it to its full capacity three times per day. But it's however you want to split up nine rounds of hmm. detect thoughts on people. And I think that's it. All of those relics become more powerful. All of you become slightly more powerful. And as you retire back to your homes, with, I imagine, no further plans for this particular day after saving... i got plans. Well, you have plans, but no group go and slay monsters in a dungeon kind of plans for today. Why don't we do a Persona phase for everybody real quick? Because you've got a lot to go on right now. You've done a lot for Yonmis, and this is a great time to capitalize on turning that <laughs> into renown. Baylor, you're up first. What do you want to do?
2: I was not ready for this. Uh...
0: Surprise! Persona phase! <laughs> Well, do you want to increase one of your things, or do you want to do uh, an operation? And also, do you need me to redo the youngest operations again?
2: I've, I've got my operation still going.
0: Oh, yeah. Yours is actually still... You just keeps, keeps going. Uh, yeah, and you don't have to do anything to maintain it. that. Yeah, it's going to continue going.
2: Yep, that's going to keep going. I want to increase my genius more.
0: It can go up to... Oh, well, you we go up to eight now, right? Yep. Well, what do you do? You want to? What do you? What is your genius right now? Is it seven? Yeah. Oof.
1: Or is it six? Hold on. Mine's higher than yours. It's. Or no, it's we should six. both be six. Yeah, yeah, mine's at six.
0: Six genius. All right, so you want to go to seven? It's gonna be a DC twenty nine, and whatever check you want to do. But what do you want to do?
2: See, I don't have any good ideas for something for it.
0: We'll come back to you, I would, Nell. I wasn't thinking of this. We'll come hey, back no. to you. Nell, do you know what you want to do for a Persona Face?
1: We're raising heroism from six to seven, telling the awesome story of suplexing a dire lion. There you go. <laughs> there
0: you Pretty go. Pretty solid. Uh, that's going to be a DC 29 for trying to go so high. Don't ever tell me the odds. He still got a negative level for come back to life. Nothing stops the suplex story. And Nell, you tell this story with such fervor that it is like a, a, a almost a bedtime story parents tell their kills. You better you better eat your spinach, or Nell is gonna body slam you through that wall. And with a thirty-four, you absolutely go up to seven heroism. And I think that's the first time someone's gotten to seven of something, isn't it? Yes. What does seven give you? Ah. Well, you're going to like this one. You know how you get a plus two to intimidate for having uh, three in heroism? No. That's. I'm pretty sure that's already factored in there. Unless you it's literally not. have nothing that, in that, that,
2: I, I That's know. once per... Once, oh yeah, it's once, per, once okay. per
0: between persona phases. You can do that. Instead of a 2, you can give yourself a plus 4 now.
1: Okay. I'm going to write that down because I didn't know.
0: Yeah, once per, <laughs> once between Persona phases, you can it's leverage like that off. to get a plus 4 on an Intimidate. Dara, what do you want to do? I am
5: going to help the uh, lady that we bring out of the the caval- uh, cavalry woman.
0: Uh, Lieutenant John Rick?
5: Yes. Uh, I'm going to help when she gets out. Uh, she may need some help, she's generally. A little
0: shaken. She's a little generally shaken. She's a
5: little shaken and a little bit on the uh, frantic side. Uh, so I can just roll a um, heel check, make sure she's good to go and kind of just hang out with her for a bit and be like, you know, we're good to go people.
0: Okay. So what are you trying to get to?
5: <clears throat> I am trying to get to uh, three with sacrifice.
0: Alrighty, so then you need a DC twenty-one. Okay. Uh, and, uh,
5: I do not get that. I could. Always yeah. Use my yeah. You could
0: use point. your table reroll here.
5: <laughs> okay. Well.
0: She's doing it. Oh, okay. she does it, yeah. and she gets a twenty-two. Got him. Yeah. So you do manage to raise your sacrifice to three. See, Dara's great at doing the things. He's not so great at selling himself and taking credit for the things. He doesn't do quite as good there. Yeah. But with the work you put in as Lieutenant Jean-Rec is brought back in and like already being an officer, Lieutenant, as operations are put in, in place for her to basically reform the Talden horse, you're alongside her, and that, that gets you some notice. So at sacrifice three you gain the once-between persona phase's ability to add to a skill check, and you can get a plus two to a heal or a survival skill check once between each persona phase. Kahina.
3: Uh So my guys are no longer obviously following Mercondus. My, I sent them out on maneuvers.
0: Oh, I have a reroll. Thanks, Dan. Oh, Dan. Betray.
1: Betray. Betray. I used to like you. Oh. It's fine. Because this re roll, when Squid wow. goes to use it, he's going to convert whatever he rolls into a one. You calling that already? Calling wow. it right now. That's bold. Oh, no. He's going to convert it to a one. No,
0: no. We'll see. We'll see what Dan we'll power see that when goes you're re rolling a new
1: character now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Go continue, Kahina. Sorry, I noticed I had a villain point.
3: So, um my guys are done with their with their maneuvers, because my followers are done because Mercondas is dead.
0: Yeah, they're definitely back. That's the thing. It's over. <laughs> they no, they're
3: just back.
2: watching his dead body. <laughs> they just did the
0: it's staring at the floor. Making sure Don't nobody raises report. him on the sly. <laughs> rules is um, written versus rules is intended.
3: So <laughs> what what can I send them out on now since Uh any
0: gone? of your base
1: operations or you can do a safe house, can't you? Or is that just me?
0: You can... Uh, that's, it depends on your facet. What oh, any of your facet space operations... My
3: facet is charm.
0: Uh, So for charm... Anybody can assign agents to... Try to infiltrate the cult and attend a ceremony. But you kind of already did that, so there's not a whole lot you're going to learn having done that yourself. Uh, You could try to... make a counter cult... Was the charm one that okay draws the attention of the cult of the twilight child and try to provoke or distract some of them away
3: sounds like a plan since that's where we're going next let's start a counter cult shall we
0: all right so you're gonna start that operation and we'll have that check be rolled when it becomes relevant inori
4: okay I would like to spread the word um in I don't know how I would do it though, spread the word of the on, on how Inori the White Raven took down two dragons in the same day. And the criminal underbelly should fear her at all times because you never know when she's she's gonna show up. That
1: sounds like heroism. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like <laughs> backwards it underground heroism.
4: <laughs> well, that, that's why you know it's a story. That's I mean. All right. So what are, what are you what are rolling? That's I just, the, that's a, I mean. Would that be diplomacy? Well, well, what are you What
0: are you trying to raise? Your uh, subterfuge?
4: my subterfuge. I'm specifically trying to target criminals with this.
0: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'd let you use diplomacy for that. That makes sense to me. What are you trying to go to? Uh, four subterfuge. DC twenty three. <sighs>
3: Okay. I can't roll the aid, can I?
0: No. These are all She's so really good at telling stories though. <laughs> holy individual. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> this is your legacy. That's oh, a twenty-six! You don't need no help. You can tell your it. own stories. <laughs> you did it, ghost you went. Riding up.
3: In the back. Say this. <laughs>
0: So, uh, with year four, you now once per persona phase can leverage your reputation to make an NPC that is at worst indifferent start one higher to you. Uh they can go to friendly from indifferent, or even helpful from friendly. Because they've already heard of you and they're already inclined to like you or be supportive.
4: Ooh, that's cool.
0: And for like, subterfuge can, can any it's, of us do that? Anyone who has four in a rank for people that fit with you. For Scepterfuge, it's criminals and politicians.
1: Who was it for heroism?
0: Uh, For heroism, it's athletes, guards, and soldiers. Okay.
3: And for mine, it's nobility.
2: Yep.
0: Baylor. So,
2: now that the city can more openly talk about being on Eutropia's side, I'm going to go around talking about Eutropia. How much I know about the Uh, Knowledge, nobility, show how smart I am.
0: And this is going to 7? Yes. You see 29. That's a 35. Don't ask a wizard to make a friggin' knowledge check. So you definitely get up to 7. It's genius, right? Yep. And you get the same ability Nell has now to once per, per phase out of plus 4 to any knowledge check
1: once. doesn't matter when he rolls 20s on his knowledges.
0: Yeah, you I, you don't roll low on knowledges, Hart. He's doing the wizard thing now. I failed
2: against several of the constructs in Bartleby's man. Yeah, you don't
0: understand constructs, and it took you a minute to get a hand of fieldwork and identifying items, because you used to be really bad at that, too. Look how far we've come, Baylor. We're the guy who couldn't identify a freaking Cloak of Resistance plus one to now. And that's gonna occupy, I mean, that again covers just an expansive time. This isn't a thing that happens exactly at once. But is there anything else? Obviously, Baylor. Is there anything else the rest of you want to do with your day? How much of the day do we have left? Well, it's actually fairly early because that was the morning when you went up to the hill, got attacked by dragons, ran to beat up Mercandus, went back. So it's probably still before noon, honestly. How
1: about I grab Kahina and we go perform at a tavern again? Because that seemed like it was pretty fun. (laughs) Okay. Sounds like and a good time. And that just be our day spent making money, I guess. Just having fun.
0: Okay. Right, you guys are out having an actual opportunity to have a good time. Because, well, you're usually busy either killing things or trying pretty hard not to be killed by things. How about you, Minori uh, and Dara?
5: Uh... At some point, I'm going to. I guess we're head back to the house, but at some point, I'm going to talk to Honori and and ask, what was a, what? Why did you burst into a flame and then and then what are you? Some kind of phoenix or something? Like <laughs> faint?
4: Uh, phew. it's kind of complicated. Um, you got time for a, a quick story? Sure. Um no one else is around, right? It's just us two.
0: Oh, they're out performing in a tavern and Baylor is going to meet his startlingly unattractive friend. So yeah, it's just <laughs> you two.
4: <laughs> okay. Uh well. I started training with a sword and magic uh when I was about six. Dad was always stern and uh resolute when it come to the training. I need to be strong enough to handle myself in the real world. Uh, so I, I'm sure you can imagine that some of our sessions could get a little intense. Uh, one example is this that, that I I never I could never adopt his style. It was always fancier and, and flashier, drove the old man nuts. Uh, but Dad, being Dad, he found a way to teach me, even though I had my own specific way of doing things. He was good like that. But um, one day when I was, I was 17, we were sparring in the backyard of the shop. And as usual, it was getting a little intense. Uh, I had gotten frustrated because he just tripped me up and I took a hard fall. And uh, he said to me, if you can't keep your footing against an old man, Raven, how are you ever going to survive something worse? And he turned his back on me. And uh, he said the lesson was over. He was just done with it. But I wasn't finished. I felt this, this fire, for lack of a better word, building up inside, deep down, like bubbling up, and I, I, I couldn't even control it. I just screamed, "Don't turn your back on me!" I was so angry. Not feeling good enough, looked down upon. I mean, I know that's not how he meant it, but in the moment, just rage. It just felt like it was, like it was spilling over. And my my hair started like levitating and my training sword burst into flames. Seething and breathing heavy, I charged him. But his his face never even changed. He just effortlessly deflected and parried every rage-filled strike. And it just pissed me off more. I kept coming and coming at him until finally the fire destroyed his training sword. But... That didn't stop me, I still kept swinging. He spun, ducked and danced away from all of it. But then my rage hit like a boiling point and a flaming aura burst out and covered my entire body, knocked him off balance for a split second. And um, being as out of control as I was, I went for a killing blow aimed right at his heart inches away he raised his hand and his black blade Ciaran, appeared and deflected my blow and as my my training sword slid down the, the dark metal I could see my reflection in the blade it was like time stopped but the person looking back at me it didn't it was me but it didn't feel like it was me and that just as quick as the fire started, it stopped and I fell to my knees, terrified and in tears, just sobbing. And he just knelt down and held me for what felt like hours. Uh, <laughs> his theory was that somehow my arcane power is attached to my emotions. And if I can't keep them in check, they would boil over and something like this could possibly happen. And uh, I never, until today, that only ever happened that one time. Ever since, I've kind of not really been a fan of the fire thing.
5: Seems reasonable. Do you think that your father knew that you had that in you and was coaxing it out? Or was that just?
4: You see, I, so- I, I don't, I don't really know actually he wasn't, he was a good man, an honest man. Or as far as I knew, he was always good to me. I mean, he knew, he knew how to treat me, you know, he taught me things. And, but I, I, I don't know if he knew more. He never said he did. He was just understanding, didn't yell, didn't get mad about it. Just, tried to teach me after to remain fo- focused and centered whenever I fought.
0: You'd hear Ciaran uh, in your head. I'm surprised you're sharing this particular story, girl. I thought this is one you'd keep under wraps. Yeah, it's, you
4: know, it feels good to tell somebody, I guess. I like talking about him, you know that.
0: Well, for what it's worth. I do remember that particular situation. wasn't linked up with you, obviously. Not sure what caused it. I Man, well, kind of getting an idea now that it's happened while I was in your hand. But I was in your dad's. Didn't do it on purpose. It wasn't any kind of a test or anything. Mm-hmm. I was damn near as frustrated as you were. Really. Well.
4: Boy, didn't show it.
0: Believe it or not, he was proud of you, but he always knew you could do better. You didn't seem to take the magic quite so quickly, but with that burst out of you, that was when he finally knew he had something. I couldn't feel his emotions at the time, or your emotions at the time, but I could feel his.
4: What was it? What did you feel?
0: Just pride.
4: I tried to kill him, and he was was. You fought,
0: girl, finally. You opened up and did something. You let it out of you. That kind of power doesn't come from your wizard friend's books or anything like that. That's raw fury. And you got to have it before you can harness it. That was the first time you got there.
4: I've never, I mean, I've never tried to control it or even summon it. It's just only ever happened.
0: Oh, but you do. That's that's the the root of all your magic. You might still be afraid of that fire or losing control of your emotions, but everything you pull, all your arcane magic, comes from that same root. Until you tap into it then, you didn't really even have it. And that's all, like, instantaneous. So that's that's right as he finishes to explain that to you, Dara, you can still reply to what he said.
5: Well, I think all magic is suspicious. But if, if it's something that's within you, then I feel like it's a shame for you not to trust it.
4: It's hard to trust something that, uh, you know, I, I stared at that dragon fully expecting it to be killed. I, I mean, I thought I was about to die, and that was the last thing I remember.
0: I'm just going to point out that it was definitely the dragon that died. Look, when the idiot that shoots pointy sticks at people has a better grasp of this than you do, you're starting to worry me again.
4: I'll try my best, Yarn.
0: And again, I do, dart, you can hear that yeah.
5: Um for suspicious magic things. I have noticed that my crossbow is doing more stuff than it should. Like I am very good. I am very good. But the crossbow does more than it should. And I find that very odd. <laughs>
4: What do you mean it does more than it should? It's uh, enchanted, well, right? I never really looked at it.
5: Well, it seems to be growing stronger for whatever it is doing. And either I am incredibly lucky shot, <laughs> or it is helping also, which I could be just an incredible person.
4: I don't know about the incredible person thing, but the incredible shot, maybe maybe i don't don't resist it if i mean you're not feeling any negativity towards this thing are you
5: no i am just worried that if it ever disagrees with what i am shooting we may run into problems but hopefully has your sword ever had this problem? Have you ever disagreed with your sword on what we should be hitting?
4: No, we're. I tell you, we're the best of friends. Okay, we're always in agreement on everything at all times. No, it's um. Struggle sometimes. <laughs> be honest, but I'm. I'm just saying, like, if if you respect it, it'll respect you. I, and it's, it's, I don't think it's the same situation as what I'm dealing with, but I don't. I mean, I don't know for sure. But um, Dad always said, respect the arcane, and it will respect you back. Well, That's my best advice.
5: If you're ever worried about losing control, I will be there to punch you in the face.
4: <laughs> Good to know. And uh, as far as losing control, I, I want to say I, I respected how you handed the, the Stobble thing. Just want to throw that out there because I don't think the the others their hearts in the right place but I think you and I realize that you you can't give evil a second chance sometimes you gotta just put them down
5: we just have varying degrees of what we think is evil in the party
4: yeah yeah we are kind of a patchwork job aren't we
5: I'm glad I did though
0: Are you talking? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm a raccoon pushes through the door and knocks <laughs> a bunch of crap over. Uh, shaking this uh, putting an end to this moment we're yeah. having here, but it's okay. So <laughs> I feel like that was a, a good time for that anyway. So while Nell and Kahina are down at a tavern telling their story, growing their persona, performing and entertaining at this point a recognizable face in the streets and inns of Yandmis and probably not having to pay for a single one of their drinks for the evening at the very least Baylor is going out to hang out with his girlfriend <laughs> so that
2: is not l- what's happening
6: <laughs> a little
0: while later uh a couple after a couple hours of resting maybe Baylor heads up to the mercantile hill to meet up with Hudrigo and, uh, she's there, as per usual, looking exactly as zero effort put into her appearances ever, and just plays her hand. Aye! I! I started to think you were second guessing the meeting. No,
2: no, I very much did want to speak with you.
0: So, this may be a bit much, and if you'd prefer we head down to a, a simple flank or something and grab a drink, that's more than fine by me. But... Paul would like to meet with you. And I, I try to keep Dream Renner inside the bower as much as possible. He's you know, kind of a creepy little thing. I understand that. Not good to have out among the good people of Janmus. Uh What do you know about Constructs, by chance?
2: Not exactly <laughs> my area of expertise.
0: Well, maybe, perhaps, like that's something I can teach you. Uh, you want to come down to the bower with me? The evening centerman isn't happening for, what, five, six more hours? we got plenty of time before then. And to clear it with Paul, you can come inside and meet the team, as it were. Lead the way. So she, uh, the two of you, will walk down across to the encircling (laughs) bower. Oh, uh, not terribly far because everything's pretty much in just central northern Yanmas. And I will bring us over yonder where we should have Valor way down here. And as per usual, all of the lighting completely screwed up. Yeah, that's, that's fine because you're immediately going to walk in there. So, I mean, that, you... that,
2: that is an interesting view I have.
0: <laughs> Hydriga does the knock on the front, and one of the little dwarven sentries, opens the door, and allows the two of you in. And As you come in, you are face-to-face with, well, a whole bunch of interesting stuff, yeah, That's a lot of things. <laughs> uh, of course, Dream Render, the weird goat ghost, is standing up on the stage alongside the leader of the sermon that you'd attended before, while two of the other Cultists are down at the foot of the stage, flanking a massive creature that looks to be made of a mottling stony clay and ceramics, uh, covered in glowing runes and strange faces. Hadriga seems entirely unfazed by this. I, uh, Paul, this is Sir Baylor Landless, You're probably familiar, I imagine. And just as he'd done in the sermons with basically exactly the same face on him, the Azemar looks down and smiles at you, of course. I've heard tales of your studies and your productions, said Landless. You seem to have quite the grasp of magic.
2: I do what I can. I've been at it long enough.
0: And uh, Hudriga walks up towards the giant pillar of rock and meat here. She's like, this is the one you haven't seen with. I didn't get particularly creative with the name. We just call him Rock. But, interesting creation of mine that I'm curious if you got any opinions on. And then, of course, Dreamrender himself, but, uh... Have you... encountered golems before?
2: Some. Back in Marat County, actually.
0: And the, the two cultists in pull are just kind of watching uh pleasantly enough their faces do not in fact look like this they're not angrily scowling at you but uh they're just kind of watching you and sort of waiting i suppose and uh hudriga kind of rocks it walks around rock and reaches out and with both of her hands grabs one of his fingers and pulls it up and taps him on the palm twice and all of the energy on the runes flowing across his body flows down his arm. And then she digs her finger into his palm, like it was unset clay, and pulls out a blue bead about an inch across. And as she does, all the energy leaves the construct. She says, See, with alchemy, I got precious little to work with. I got potions, I got tinctures, and things I could put together with my hands, but I don't really have the proper magic necessary to animate entire creatures. So. Made a workaround. This is more or less similar to a uh, run of the mill golem, I imagine. But since I lack the resources and possibly the aptitude, that's not, I haven't really tried to properly enchant the entire thing, I put it all in the disc. And she hands out the marble to you.
2: I'll take it and examine it.
0: Uh, and make me a uh, knowledge engineering.
1: Is this, like, a nuclear battery?
0: It's the
3: middle of the Iron Man suit. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: yeah,
0: 17, you're but really I not good me. with constructs, man. It's just does not. You're not positive what you're looking at. Uh, but looking at the golem, it appears to be entirely inactive. Uh, like, it's completely off while well, you're holding this thing. And you're sure this little bead has a lot of power in it, but you're not really clear what it is.
2: Uh, like I said Not really my area of expertise
0: Well and she uh, Points a hand out at you She's rock attack That does absolutely nothing <laughs> You got scattered for a moment though didn't you And she slaps it a couple of times Like you hit him with her stick Just a brick at this point An actual rock hence the name it Ain't gonna do nothing All of his power is in that bead All the essence and magic required To animate a construct in a single nugget. And, uh, hit, hand it back. And she holds her oh. hands out. I'll give it back to her. And she presses it back into his hand. And you see the runes real light. And the thing shifts slightly. And now it's on! Well, you,
2: and luckily do? he didn't seem to have heard you while it was off.
0: No, it's completely inactive. Uh, it's just a brick of stone, more or less. But it's advantageous. Uh, imagine the applications of such a thing. Even if given, if no one else to the Talden military. Or local guards or, or anything. I think it's damn near indestructible. You could lock both its hands off and remove its head. It wouldn't matter as long as that marble is still intact in the center. Put itself back together and keep on chugging. It's
2: quite interesting. Especially if you could produce just the marble itself and then someone elsewhere could put it into... A construct they had made.
0: And a pole. Nods, uh, look down at you. Practical applications. There's a lot that could be done with this technology, of course. That could be very much put to the good of the people. Oh, the firewatch has been stretched precious thin since the absence of their Talden horse. And trying to maintain order and protect the good people of Yanmas as well as they can. Imagine what they could do with six a dozen... Of these creatures at their side. This is what I've heard of you, Sir Lannis. You see the bigger picture and things, and to my understanding, even beyond that. You see possibilities, as I understand it. Are you a chronomancer, Sir Lannis? Aye. A worthy study of magic, and a powerful one. And, uh, Hedric turns back and nods, not one I can even begin to grasp in my the dreams. It's beyond me, to be sure. Dream render! And she motions to the goat ghost, and goat ghost just kind of floats down off the stage next to him. Now this one! And Paul says, Wait a moment. I want to know what Sir Landless thinks of this creature before you explain it to him. Sir Landless?
2: This dream render... It from what I can tell, seems very similar to an animate dream. Though clearly there's much more to it here.
0: And, uh, Fudriga looks at you kind of raising an eye a little bit confused. Ah, uh, uh, nothing of that sort actually. This is an alchemical creation. You, you see, and Vadrigan cuts her off. Hedriga, do you understand this creation you've pulled? This dream render? And she looks at him, almost defended. I, I mind the damn thing! What do you think, Paul? Of course I do. He is an infusion of the same alchemical substances we've used for the mist. A crystallized essence, so as it is, formed into a solid semi-sentient being. Not too far off a construct, but... And she notices Vedrigan's just kind of smiling down at her. Do you know something I don't, Po? And he nods. I've studied the creature, and by my own divinations, Baelor's idea seems to be more correct than yours. I know that you have what you think you've created. I understand that Dreamrender, whatever he is, is quite loyal to you, but His existence seems to be an accident of alchemy, more the one that's intended. You have pulled a being from the dreamlands, and this is more animate dream than construct. You? What did you study, Sir Lanless? You know quite a bit about arcane works.
2: It's various places all over Taldor by this point. My family did not care for my existence much, and any excuse to send me further away where I wouldn't be seen was taken up by them quite quickly. So I could more or less choose a location and they'd send me.
0: As is, unfortunately, the sad fate of many of your race here in Taldor. Many of those here, not just the peasantry, oftentimes aristocrats and nobility themselves seem to lack the capability to see beyond such superficial things and understand the true value of people. I know this as well, of course, though I may have rolled better on the divine lottery than you. As an Aesimar, just for my appearance, I'm respected and trusted even by those who know nothing of me. It's interesting to work with. It's difficult to know if anyone truly trusts me for my accolades and my accomplishments, or simply the whiteness of my eyes. You may continue, Hendriga. And she looks kind of flustered at this point, like she's not really understanding what's going on here. Uh, Well, I guess if I don't right know what this creature is, I don't know what more I can really explain to you. It's uh, Well, I infused it with what powers I could. I. alchemical catalysts and. a bit of. condensed. ectoplasm. It's a participant of a reaction I used with. uh. Heart that we'd gotten rid of in one of the inns. up. near the walls. But. I guess it's a. it's a proper gust then. I you no Uh, more than this thing than me, and I made the damn thing.
2: Not exactly ghost as an animate dream. incorporeal, yes, but think still a creature of positive energy, not negative. It's interesting that any of the materials came from a haunt.
0: Well, we... Went in to help the uh, Church of Avatar, wouldn't do much for these poor people without the coin. Of course, to appease their deities, golden scales, or whatever the hell's it is they say. But we stepped in to do what we could. Dispelled the thing, ended up with some amount of uh, reagent that I could use. and And thought that I could use that as a focus to put some kind of... Sentience uh, into a construct. Uh, we've been doing experiments trying to create things like this, like rock here. that could help out, help out not just us, but the 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 whole of, of Yonmis. But I guess I should <laughs> accept uh, at Paul, it's more or less just channeled an outsider into the damn thing, didn't I? He just kind of nods. Well, it still listens to me. At the end of the day, I guess that's what matters. I eh? kind of nod. And Paul continues. You see, the reagents you used were similar to what we use for our performances. I-, I saw you attend before Sir Landless one day, a-, a wild past. Surely you were able to put together the pieces of the show that were taking place.
2: I had suspicions about various things, though it was as a whole put together, difficult to discern much.
0: He uh, strides back kind of towards the back walls, hands folded, and looks up. Of course, that's the idea. It's a show at the end of things. There to entertain and confound the senses and put the hearts of the good people to rest. He turns back on to face you. The golden mist, of course, serves two purposes. Both to obscure sight and to administer a Fairly mild hallucinogenic. It does its job well enough. And if even you fell prey to it. Then apparently Hudriga does her work well. But. This hallucinogenic. Concentrated and crystallized. Was what she used to form the participant. With the ectoplasmic residue. From the haunt. And to my understanding. Mixed together. They have not only formed a proper conduit. For an animate dream. From the dreamlands. But also controlled the thing. Alchemically. Hudriga make no mistake. This is an. Astounding accomplishment here, but I fear one that won't truly be repeatable. and dream render may unfortunately be a single occurrence. <laughs> well, makes sense to me, because we're going to find more of those damn huts? Got <laughs> a whole lot of ghosts hanging around Yanmas. Anyway. Baylor, Nope, you don't. Not- feel dismissed thing was a breach of trust but you came to us to, to see the show and in the audience you get the show as everyone else does and so it's a wee bit deceptive admittedly but the feats we perform are true and I mean you know, I'm as tall and through and through as you are and Prince Curious's magic is powerful
2: The Prince was particularly interesting part of the show I had heard of your organization before coming to the city, but that particular piece of information that he was at the center of it is not known to me.
0: And uh, she turns to matter, go home. And the goat ghost sinks down to the floor again, and she kind of starts pacing. I couldn't believe it myself, truth be told. I came to the Twilight's children honestly much as you did. Uh, A student of alchemy, one learning, trying to practice my magic. Uh, Well, what magic I can get through tinctures and juices, but what I can extract out of a crystal, or a a corpse, whatever I have at hand, really. Uh, You understand alchemy, uh, but then I need to give you a lecture on how potions work. But I came here. I was contacted by one of these uh, fine ASMR photo assistants in their show. And I'd come to them at, a, at interest when they told me they had the Prince Carius. I didn't believe it. Of course, uh, it was ridiculous. Uh, I'm sure you and your friends probably don't believe it still. But uh, Vadrigan stepped forward and told you up on the stage, but it's true. What we've done here is no illusion, no sleight of hand, and no simple magician's trick. The risen Prince Carius has come to us and wishes to extend his power his healing and his support to the people of the nation he once held so dear Then have the strength to do it alone. Bless his innocent soul. So he's been gathering us, the Twilight's children around him to aid in his mission.
2: It's all quite the story. One difficult to believe even seeing it
0: and I can understand, for his safety and ours. And honestly, Oliviamus, I cannot bring you to the child as you are unfamiliar to us. I understand Hudriga trusts you, and I respect the work you've done. But they'll have to trust in the words of the Twilight's Children for now. If you're interested, though. Perhaps you could join our ranks, Sir Lanmus. There's much we could offer each other. You, a study of chronomancy, arcane weaving, Hadriga, a powerful alchemist, and myself. One who's trained in a different school of magic. One with no words or motions, but simply impressions. And the power of pure thought. Something we try to put forward to our community and to Yanmis to support themselves. I've seen those you travel with, and I admit I'm unfamiliar with your cause or your group, but forgive me if they do seem a fairly mundane sort. Sir so Linus, I fear you waste your talents.
2: I will take this offer into consideration. We've been busy lately with much of the goings-on about town, now that things seem to have settled down, perhaps I'll give it a bit of time to think it over.
0: Do you mind if I cast a spell, Sir Landis? Of course, it is not a harmful one. I should not even need, feel the need to say, but one that may assist us both.
2: What is it you seek to do?
0: simply to learn and he uh, looks at you and starts to focus he doesn't say any magical words he doesn't make any motions but you can feel and hear uh, almost like a, a chirping like a bird in the distance and you you, str- you taste a strange metallic sense on your tongue and if you want to try to resist it, make me a will save. Can
2: I still spellcraft this to try to tell what it is before?
0: Yes. You can still spellcraft it to see if you can figure out what you know what it is. But if you want to try to resist it, make me a will save. Uh, 23 spellcraft. What's the DC 995 spell?
2: That I don't know off the top of I my head. I think it's
0: 15 plus... Spell level, let me check Spellcraft real quick because that's a 23 probably identifies it Identify spells, spell, it's 15 plus, 15 spell, spell, plus level. Yep. spell level. You identify he is casting Detect Anxieties Which is kind of like Detect Thoughts But he is going to learn your wisdom score if you're feared in any way If you have 26 wisdom, it's gonna stun him and uh he's going to read surface like anxieties and then as he continues to focus on you he's going to learn more about what baylor's deepest troubles are what he worries about personally
2: i will not resist it
0: So you let him, uh, as he focuses on you, you don't, you just let Paul into your mind. And after about 30 seconds or so, he stops and Hadriga kind of shudders. I hate that damn feeling. Why does your magic have a taste, Paul? (laughs) And he kind of laughs. Oh, it's a calling. It's part of psychic magics, Hydriga. While other spells may dazzle the senses with assaults of fire and roaring sounds, psychic magic manifests itself more subtly but in similar ways as a a taste, a distant sound or feeling. Just as perceptible as a lightning bolt flying from the hand of a battle mage, but much more subtle and I'd imagine generally pleasurable. So out of character, what is he gonna get from you? Well, the deepest, still... like, troubling concern, Baylor's mind has.
2: Well, right now, now. he's definitely like <laughs> sort of on. Un- <laughs> Continue. <laughs> he's he is sort of uncomfortable being alone in the cult after
0: I mean yeah he's surrounded by several powerful yeah. casters and a giant golem so I mean you're... Well, and
2: just the 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 fact that uh, the chief enumerator was so worried about him and the fact that he's working for with Utropia and they supposedly have her younger brother. That's all in there.
0: Yeah, he's got a lot. He's got to get a lot of just anxieties. <laughs> so he's just he got a lot right I, I mean, like the, the, the,
2: those are all kind of subtle, but still definitely there. It's it's not like he's. Standing there, biting his fingers, like, "Oh my god, yeah. I'm in the middle of the cult. It's They're gonna me. kill me. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> this isn't the most comfortable place I've been today, and I've been attacked by a dragon. So
0: <laughs> yeah, <sorry. laughs> that's fair. It's been a day. Baylor's had a day. So as he detects your thoughts, your anxieties here. How'd you guy fear to impose? I know you wish to learn from Sir Lamas, and perhaps that can continue, but if you would allow me a moment with him alone, to set his mind at ease, and she, uh, I, of course, uh, don't me bring Rock with me, and he just place his hand, you know how much of a pain it is getting him b- backstage, well, we can bring him later, you too, you may go as well. Uh, the services will begin in a few hours, I'm sure you've preparations. And both the other Esmar turn and nod to him and the uh, the three of them head backstage and out of sight. Hadriga leaves as well. Hadriga walks up to the edge of the stage here and looks down to you. Melor, I understand your concerns. You have, not fear that lies in your heart, but uncertainty. all your understandings and manipulations of time, you can't see that I mean well for you.
2: You present yourself leaving a lot of questions open in my mind.
0: It's unfortunately a safeguard that I must employ. Now, I truly do wish to see us both grow in our studies of magic, Baylor. We could help this town, we could help all of Taldor. Together, we can form a force of good for these people. I've heard of your exploits so far, I've heard of the heroes of Yadmis, Utropia's Chosen, as you've been called here, you stopped a Plague of Perakadiv, as I understand, which are powerful creatures, even separated from their home plane. You divined the connection between the Talden horse and the bandits, plaguing the out of town, and while we didn't have the resources to address them directly, you solved that problem for us. You see how much good you can do alone. And imagine what you could do with more understanding. You lack the resources. You clearly have the knowledge and the aptitude. But do you understand the true potential of chronomancy, Baylor?
2: There's much that can be done with it. What is it you're after?
0: I'm not after anything, not for myself. Those of us who walk this earth with the power and the intelligence to work the feats of magic we can almost have a duty to give that back to the people. With your chronomancy, you could help Taldor indefinitely. You could outlive death itself. You could give that gift to others to those who could continue to spread your goodwill and the power of all of us could grow not even just here in Taldor the borders of this nation are nothing compared to how far our outreach could spread. Think of the quality of life we could bring to everyone. I know of the time you spent in Marat you've seen the squalid state of their existence. They are only one of so many more. And he, again, looks at you, and you taste metal and hear that chirping in the distance as he casts another spell on you.
2: I'm gonna try to figure out what it is.
0: The 31 in Spellcraft, he's casting Charm Person.
2: That, I'm going to resist.
0: All right. Make me a will save.
2: That is a 24, because Charm Person is enchantment, yes?
0: Yes, Charm Person is indeed enchantment. Uh... And as you resist the spell, he smiles. Do you see? Do you see how much power you wield? I have studied this for a life much longer than any normal human has lived. My Aesmar heritage has granted me that, and yet you can resist my magic as easily as any others. You're a half-elf. Even without magical interference, you will greatly outlive your allies if you stay with those you have now. Do you not wish to share this gift with them?
2: Time has to keep moving forward. I can't stop all of it.
0: Baylor. You're only restricted by what you believe you're restricted by. Immortality is within your grasp. I have achieved mine through a mastery of my body, my mind, and my own biology. I will not die. I will continue to live and serve the people of Janmas and all of Taldor as well as I can. I will not force you. But I am sad to see such power squandered. You know of the Circle. I feel it in your- I read it in your mind. They're not what you think. The Immaculate Circle has operated behind the scenes of Taldor for centuries. You were at the Exaltation Gala. You were there for the massacre. You stood against Panavar's child throwing his tantrum as his power was threatened. You have seen how those that diplomacy and politics put in charge fail this world. They don't have the interests of the people at their heart. We do. And if you would let myself And Prince Carius, show you. We could do so much more.
2: Once again, I'm going to ask that you let me think on this.
0: Of course. I have no desire to rush you. This is an entirely new world, beyond your current comprehension, but one that would welcome you. Think as long as you need, Sir Lamas. You are always welcome in my court. Now, uh, I can resummon Hadriga if you wish to discuss her creations further.
2: I think I'm going to return home for now. That is fair. If you would pass on my apologies to her.
0: She'll understand. I I do feel I have, of course, imposed and will owe her in turn. I've taken this day away from her. But we have the evening ceremonies prefer, uh, to prepare for, and you have much to consider. Walk in the lights, Alanis.
2: Just nod at him and turn and start walking away
0: and uh he will not stop you you can just leave and the dwarven sentries by the door will let you out and seal it behind you as they always have Are you heading back home yeah So you make your way back, and that evening, the party reconvenes back at your home. You share your day, your evening's adventures with Hudriga, Valar.
2: What I am going to say to everybody
6: yeah, want to, I believe to just, oh, if you we believe need to want to put to an end to this cult. Me.
3: i assumed that's what we were doing
1: yeah yeah that was the plan for tomorrow i thought yeah we have that penciled
4: in already i mean did something change we don't i don't know about here
1: you seem a little bit more concerned about it now how much gunpowder do you think it would take to take down the entire building
0: more than is in in (laughs) it i went and
2: saw them And a stop needs to be put to them. That's all that matters.
1: Well, we have the stop right here in this room. Divided into five parts.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, but he was so nice to you. We have...
3: the ability. Or at least... Hmm... Someone had enough coin. Maybe we could see about taking out some of those. Dwarven guards and whatnot. And not even make it us. There are assassins. In this place. Give us an advantage if someone else. Started attacking. And they're.
0: You also have your followers starting a counter-cult, mm-hmm. so if you give them a if couple days...
4: We could just easily cause a distraction and maybe draw them away as opposed to just killing them. That's
3: what I'm saying. Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. We're, we're starting a counter-cult, but the guards and stuff that take your... that stand guard, that take your weapons when you go inside the doors. What if someone else was to take them out? Not necessarily us.
4: Or take their place.
3: Exactly. If someone else was to take them out, and somebody else was to take their place, and just casually let us in there with our weapons.
0: Murderer! How about this guy? Who's so nice to you?
4: I'm. (laughs) i mean this sounds like a decent plan (laughs) for getting in anyway
3: i mean we just need to sell some items and get some gold that's all the assassins care about this coin
0: That's typically how assassins work yeah so pay them um, and they do things
1: and even
3: if they didn't kill them they'd get rid of i
0: mean distract them
1: do we have anybody with advanced charm
0: advanced charm oh that would be what that that's that charm six
1: is it i thought it was five yeah.
0: six is advanced operations five is the bonus yeah. feed i've uh,
3: got charm six yeah kahina has oh. charm
0: six
1: fantastic because uh the thing you just said is the thing that we could we could do the there
0: with me thing oh, yeah.
3: yeah there with me thing yeah
1: if we wanted to wait a week and just kind of hang around Yanmis while the colt well, while the fake cult gets built up, we could insert some of our guys into that cult at the same time.
0: you will run two cults, and they can take over each other.
2: That would I mean, take some time. Yeah, aren't we on a
1: time crunch? Not anymore.
0: You're not in a super pressing time crunch. You just want to get. Well, I mean, whatever Baylor said. Baylor seems concerned. I mean, but uh,
3: are they going to get? In- Magically stronger here in the next couple of days, or do we have time to like scope things out? And you know, we didn't in tall grass, but here we have the advantage of taking a more military styled uh actions and more sub, yeah, more More strategic, more strategy, more subterfuge.
4: Well, the main objective is still determining whether or not it's really.
1: The prince, right? Like, that's where yeah. our main aim is here. Yeah. So, us getting in without having to fight our way in is a very easy way for us to just see if it's him.
0: Yeah. So, is now that, uh, you... oh, go Sorry.
3: ahead. Now that you've been in there, Baylor, do you think you could come up with some tactics or something that could help us against some of Hadruga's, uh, creations.
2: I didn't see any more of the building than we had already seen.
3: But she spoke of the mist. She created the mist. What can we do against that?
2: Well, the mist won't be running if we're just coming in while the show's not going on.
1: Yeah, if we walk in there in the middle of the day, they're not going to be ready.
2: Or at night, after the show is over for the night
3: and they've already
0: dispelled it
1: i like that either or just any time that is not the short window of there's
0: drugs in the air <laughs> it's only an hour of ceremony each night from sundown yeah. to an hour after sundown so
3: if they've if they don't have time to prepare a second batch that would be wonderful but the question is is i don't you know you may find out from her how much she stockpiles if it's and if not if she and has lots well. of it is it flammable you you can't no,
1: blow we, up no, every
0: problem you run into now. no no that
1: is a practical question because we have fire spells that are very dangerous that
0: we like I'm to eat.
2: also pretty sure the place was lit by torches
0: it was definitely lit by torches
1: okay never mind then. <laughs> the
0: yeah. entire place would have exploded <laughs> it's very lit by torches
1: i was thinking about myself exploding there not about exploding everyone else <laughs> but
0: there were kind of explosions well, is there anything else you guys want to do today?
1: I think that's the end of the day. Yep. And then tomorrow morning, I get my armor back.
0: Hell yeah. Yeah, tomorrow morning, you get to have full plate again. Uh, also tomorrow, the divinations from the Mysterium on the wing of Mindshoulding yep. are done. So there's a couple of things happening tomorrow. And the day after that, you get your income from the uh, Tavern and Marat.
1: Oh, I actually meant to ask you about that.
0: That's the, day after to, that's the day after tomorrow.
1: But now... I think it's supposed to be weekly.
0: I'm pretty sure it's monthly. But we can double I, check.
1: I, yeah, because I wrote it down as weekly on my sheet. And I don't know why.
0: So. But... Baylor, specifically, has learned a lot of things that he doesn't seem like he's terribly excited to share with the class. But, Not sharing a lot of it, no. <laughs> no, yeah, he doesn't really want to share this with his team here. But... He doesn't seem interested in the cult being alive anymore. No, he so... does not.
2: <laughs> I was iffy about him before. Now I'm like, nah. Nah.
3: <laughs> not
0: <laughs> me.
4: Not today.
3: We're not about that cult life.
0: So... <laughs> yeah, we're forming a cult. <laughs> <laughs> we're
3: we're about that cult. cult life, not this cult life.
0: <laughs> Next week, when we reconvene for the War for the Crown... Well, I guess we're not friends with the cultists anymore. Uh, God, he's so nice and helpful to you, and you're like, we gotta go kill him immediately. Really? Really, Bailey? Really?